the horse the week before, he came out moderately out of the gates and they, they were obviously disappointed where he positioned up. So they put the blinkers on. It was a brave move, blinkers first time. About the 1400, I thought it had backfired because he over-raced, but Lockie kept holding him in and, and then uh, he just presented at the right time and, uh, and he outstayed them. I was born with a condition called spina bifida and uh, it's, it's affected me through my life in uh, various different ways. Um, you know, I had uh, in 2004 uh, kidney failure and I, I do uh, dialysis three to four times a week. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's just been another chapter in the book, Steve, but uh, it's been a fairly significant chapter because it's uh, been up eight weeks today since I've uh, I ended the hospital. They ran home in good sectionals, those horses, which you shouldn't be able to do at the end of 2,500, and that shows how slowly they went. It was they, uh, going out of the straight, I thought it was going to be a fast start because Kenzan with the blinkers fired up, but uh, Daniel Moore got him under control pretty quickly, and then they went back to a, a very pedestrian tempo. Watch for Tiger Moore. He's, for a European horse, he's very quick out of the gates and he runs to get, like, for a good furlong he'll run and then he really relaxes, but he could run, he could roll up. I'm hoping Kieran just sits out, has a good look, sees where, what, the, what the speed is, what the options are and then takes his chances with his lightweight. But I'm thinking the inside group won't lead, but Prince of Aaron, Anthony Van Dyke will hold their spot. I've just put so much pressure on myself to do the best I can. Uh, because people have been listening and, uh, and you know, I had a lean shot just around the new year, but uh, a few winners, but nothing special. And then there was a Geelong meeting on the Wednesday and uh, honestly, I'd, I'd had a pretty rough night and I was really, really worried about, you know, tipping and I thought, oh, I'll go on radio. And I think, I'll, you know, I've got a handle on the meeting and I think we'll go okay. And I think five of the eight won, the best bet won, next best bet won, best rugby won. And, you sort of, then you realise why you do it. You, you know, you get that high of getting, uh, getting winners for people. So it's not easy, but you've got to just try and ride the bumps and, and uh, the bad days. I think she's got a chance, but I, I would have loved her on a softer ground. I know she won the Turnbull on the dry track, but look how far, how close those horses got to her on a dry track in the Turnbull. And look how far she beat them in the Caulfield Cup. So the soft ground suits her a lot better than the dry ground that she'll get tomorrow. There are some days, Steve, I'd like to at 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning on Melbourne Radio talk about the weather or anything else because there's nothing I really like on the program. But we're still going to put the poor tips in every race. And, uh, and I hope we get somewhere near the bar. Probably the biggest catalyst for all of this is Troy Corstens. He trained for Dennis Pagan, and Dennis Pagan, if you want to know why he was so emotional, yes, he owned and trained a derby winner, but it's the race he's always wanted to win. He, he's had probably three or four 200-to-1 chances running the derby because he wanted derby runners. That's what he'd tell his trainers. And uh, Troy Corstens went and bought this horse for him in New Zealand, and uh, he was the, the catalyst for it all coming together. Like nearly over the last four years, I've missed just on the years so it's been tricky. And now with no earnings, yeah, no earnings at all in the foreseeable future, um, yeah, it was uh, my colleague and one of my great mates, Mark Hunter, who put this idea to me, and he said, don't be too proud to do this. And I said, I said, I'm just tired, Mark. I need help. So, yeah, let's give it a go. And uh, we've been totally overwhelmed by the uh, response. So, uh, between uh, Mark and another mate, Hamish McLaughlin, and then uh, and looking after it for Andrew Bensley, it's been uh, a great team effort by my mate. So
tab. For racing on tap, download the tab app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. Striking Kia Range, crafted with sleek and distinctive cues. The new Kia Range is the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. This is Kia. Kia, movement that inspires. If you want to experience the best racing action in the heart of Australia, Alice Springs Thoroughbreds is your number one destination. Get your team together and head to Pioneer Park for the very best that the Red Centre has to offer. Territory Racing, be part of it. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe first time every time is right here live and exclusive across the sky racing network West is best. Don't miss the next superstar to emerge from Western Australia at the Perth Yearling Sale at the state-of-the-art Magic Million Swan Valley Complex on February 23 and 24. Recent graduates of the sale include Group 1 winners Portland Sky and She's a Belter, plus crack Hong Kong sprinter Sight Success. The 2023 catalogue features 327 outstanding lots by 79 individual sires, from local champions to Australia's best. For more information and to view the catalogue, visit magicmillions.com.au. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. The Racing League is delivering on their promise of more runners, more winners and more thrills. Amazingly, TRL has had three Metro runners on Saturday for three winners. That takes their tally to 25 wins at an incredible strike rate of 24%. Now, you can join the party and it's TRL's shout. Until the close of business Monday, TRL is removing their $260 joining fee for 25 people. Own your share of a seven-horse racing team for just $26 a month. Own, win, and get all the inside information from trainers with no joining fee. Simply go to trl.net to join the winning team now. That's trl.net. Conditions do apply. TRL AFSL license number 223671. Uh, with that tribute to Dean Lester that you just heard, a uh, big thank you to Steve Hewlett, who... Um, you Part of that tribute, you could hear Steve talking to Dean. Um, that was a, an interview that was conducted not that long ago with Dean. So big thanks to uh, to Steve, who, of course, uh, does uh, the racing radio in Queensland. So thank you, Steve, for allowing us to use that recent chat as we remember Dean Lester. Big day racing from Gosford today. He's done the form, and I'm sure he's keen to get stuck into things. A very good morning to Gary Harley. Good morning, Richard. Well, as everybody knows, it's going to be a blistering hot day. Gosford's no exception, up in the high 30s. On a good four, the rail is true. Number of scratchings, I think it was about 23 scratchings or so for the meeting. 
Race two above, uh, race from Bobby got the six runners, and the my numbers are three, four, two, and six. So get this one to beat the favourite Emerald Cup. Gay and Adrian trained Winona Coston to ride. Thought it was pretty good winning a recent trial from the stable mate, Choose Your Words, at Randwick on February 6th. Uh, it's never had a race start. It won a trial at Gosford way back in July. You know it's going to jump and run. It's got natural speed and it'll be hard to run down. Number four, first class Molly went good on the boo for Clary. Uh, that was a Kemler. Shared the lead. The winner was too good. And this horse lost the plate, the overshare filly during the run. She got beat about 1.8 by time to boogie, a horse that goes good. Boston City runs second. It come out and blitzed them after that at Gosford. So the form's very good. Number two, Keysborough for the Hawks team. Um, it is uh, first up and number six, Borriar. Three, four, two at six, race one. Race two, Rich, one, seven, eight and four. This will be a dollar thirty with all the scratchings. Mundina. They got very good form for a race like this. First up today, after a nice trial, uh, in which it only be three home, but it was never off the bit. Now, last prep, second at Hawkesbury, two seconds at Newcastle, only just beaten less than a length in both Newcastle runs. I don't know how they're going to beat it. One on top for the record, seven, eight, and four. One, seven, eight, four. Race three. Three, six, nine, and 12. I like number three here, Pico Rocks for Michael Friedman. Uh, Piero, three-year-old. So he had the two runs. Run second at Newcastle, the Marigold's Dream. Last start, beating about two and a half lengths. Ran on strong. He'd be all the better for that run. And the mile around Gosford should be okay. And the barrier is not too bad. And a very informed jockey in Keegan Latham. Uh, number six, the danger in the big danger, Utopian Spirit, for Chris Waller and Lee McGorrian. It ran fifth at Canterbury last start. Was beaten five lengths. Um, you know, it was only fair all the way down the straight. Prior to that, it ran six at Warwick Farm, but it's been well back. Uh, you know, they're close enough to equal favourite. They were overnight. Pico Rocks and Utopian Spirit. Number nine, Promise for John O'Shea. Didn't mind the run last start at Goldman when it ran second, beaten half the length. This found one better. And the other one is number 12, which is Emphatic Bell. Three, six, nine, and 12. Race four, nine, three, four, and six. Number nine is Highland Cathedral. For Bjorn Baker, got very, very good recent form. Think it can knock the favourite out here. Run third at Canterbury. On the 10th of February, beaten three quarters of a length. Sat outside the leader, was run down late by where do you get it? Prior to that, run second in a strong Newcastle maiden behind the Godolphin horse competition, only beaten ahead. And there it's last two runs, so it's in very, very good form, Island Cathedral. Second pick is number three, which is expected to be, well, his favourite, very short, Beauty Crusade for Ronnie Quinton and Andrew Atkins. Ran fourth at Canterbury to Alfano last start. Got beat a length of three quarters uh, in that race. Was racing midfield, hit the line pretty good. Prior to that run third at Randwick, the pink Baroque, beaten a length of three quarters. Pretty short. It was $1.90 when I last looked. So anyway, I'd go on the other way. 
Highland Cathedral, number nine, to beat three, Beauty Crusade at the value. Four, Esky is getting ready to win a race. Wants at least, uh, well, it wants 1,900, and it gets it. It hit the line good the other day at Newcastle. And at number six, best of the others, Ratinga. It and Esky are both thrown by Chris Waller. Nine, three, four, and six. Race five, two, one, seven, and three. Global Encounter didn't have the best of luck at Newcastle last start when it rubbed third, beaten the head, hit the line really hard. Off heels at the 600, uh, made contact with another runner at the 400, and when it got clear, the bird had flown, but it hit the line nice. Barrier's very tricky, needs a bit of luck. One Oakfield war paint, good form uh, earlier this year, a win at Wyong, placed at Gosford and at Doombin. It'll go forward for Bullock. Good chance. Number seven, Artie's Aviator for Blake Fitzpatrick. Um, it's the next one, and it won at Bathurst last start. Runs second there prior to that. Uh, young Blake's got the horse going good. And number three, Tiva Bay for Chris Leeds, who had a picnic last night with three winners at Canterbury. Two, one, seven, and three. Race six, four, ten, nine, and two. Well, this has got the biggest rap on it you've seen for a long, long time. Our Cobbison or Cobbison, and I can't argue on what I saw at Newcastle on the boo, 28th of January, toyed with a field there in a 900, missed the kick, went through to third, got terrific speed, ran away to win B2, could have won B4, and uh, Angela Davies has got it at Gosford. Barrier one. Bullock rides, he rode it there. Now, look, <laughs> I don't want to harp on this, but as you know, Rich, tight track, Gosford, barrier one. If it don't lead, it'd probably be third the fence. It'll just need a bit of luck or a run, you know, around about the 400 to the home turn so I can get into the clear, but with clear running, it's a very smart horse. It's too good for this. Number 10, Gail Beck, the Godolphin filly, in very good form. Presumed from a spell for an easy win at Newcastle last start and very good placings at Newcastle last prep. Number nine, as you were, and number two, missing charts. Four, ten, nine, and two. Race seven, seven, three, eleven, and four. Delgado, an eye-catching run first up at Musselbrook. Uh, probably a bit better field here, but a good each-way chance. Three, Patrika missed. Flying for Joe Ibel down south. Two good wins there on the Sapphire and a Canberra. Number 11 style bender for Bryce Hazel. Improve on the first up run. And four reliable dudes. 7, 3, 11, 4. And in the last 4, 9, 8 and 12. Boston City up in class. But it blitzed them in a recent uh, maiden at Gosford for Gerald and Sterling. Was a dual acceptor. He accepted or they accepted in this. I think it'll be hard to beat. Number nine for second, Kimberly's Secret. Nick Oliver, but looking for a hat trick, got a terrific record. Four starts, three wins in a second. You've got to respect it. Number eight, uh, Secret will be for Matty Dale. Another one coming north. Uh, Matt G hardly ever comes to Gosford, but the form's okay. And number 12, Pat Ty getting ready to win. Four, nine, eight, and 12. Righto, the best bet. I'm tipping the one in the first, the best to beat the favourite. Race one, number three, and the quality, race five, two, one, seven. Uh, race six, four, ten, is four and ten, seven, three, eleven, and four, four, nine, eight, and twelve.
Good luck with your punning. Very, very warm day. But there will be eight winners, Richard, at Gosford today. And I know it's your last show uh, on this show. And uh, I'll see you around the tracks, mate. Good luck. Good on you, Gaz. Thank you. Gary Harley, one of the great pleasures of working at Sky Racing has been going to the races and working with Gaz now and again. Um, it's a lot of fun. He's a funny man, Gary Harley. He's um, They broke the mould with the great man, and I say that with all due respect. So, yeah, that's... Uh, you, you just... And I'm sure Gavin Carmody can attest, when you spend a day at the races with Gary Harley, when you think you've heard it all... You haven't. He's a ripper. He's a great man. He's always been very kind and nice to me whenever I've, I've worked with him and got to know each other pretty well. So thank you, Gary. Your, your words mean a lot because you are one of the, the greats here at Sky Racing. Let's look towards racing in Brisbane today. Eagle Farm is the venue. The track is a good four. I have weather fine in front of me. Let's talk to a man who'll be able to tell us just what things are like conditions-wise and weather-wise in Brisbane. Michael Maxworthy. Morning, Michael. Good morning to you, Richard. Yes, we've got perfect conditions today. Unfortunately, there's a lot of scratchings. I think there's four or five races where we don't have a third dividend. So when you're punting today, bear that in mind. We've got a few shorties as well, Richard, that I'm finding hard to oppose. So I'm hoping for a big day on the punt today at Eagle Farm. Let's get stuck in. The first race today is for the two-year-olds over the 1,200 metres, the cutest two-year-old, where number two, Trifling, is a $2.25 favourite. Number four, Smart Recognition, $4. Number one, Nazorian there at four twenty, And Ashigaru, tab number three, is a $9 chance. But Trifling got that win on the board the other day, Michael. Yeah, and, and on form, clearly she is the standout here, Richard, but um, she has been up for a while. This has been all her first racing preparation, and she's been ultra-consistent and got that deserving victory at the sunny coast. Uh, that was a couple of Saturdays ago at the Saturday Metro meeting, and she probably have to go back to probably near last here again and try and wind up and beat them in the straight. So there's a couple of things possibly against her today, but she's got the right form. I'm going to play number four, Smart Recognition, who's only had the one start at a recent midweek at Durban. He ran second to one of his rivals today, Nazorian. I noticed that his trial, he was, was okay. He was better in that race start at Durban. And I'm thinking there's still more to come. He's only had that one start. So I think he's going to have learned a lot from that. He's got the gun jockey and the good gait. Around about $4 is good for Smart Recognition. Trifling, definitely number two. One Nazorian, got to stretch it to 1,200 metres, but he's got the inside barrier. They've taken the blinkers off, visors on, just to try and get him to settle a little bit. And then number seven, Gucci Diva, 4217. Race two at Eagle Farm today will be an open handicap over the mile where we have number three, Namazu, as a $2 favourite fixed. A bit, uh, a bit more generous on the tote at the moment. Number, f- uh, number five, She's the Gift, $4.80. Two, Tears of Love, five fifty, And number seven, Sagacious in the mix at five fifty. the double-figure horses after that. But uh, Namazu, $2 here, Michael, for race two. Yeah, I think I'd be happy with that $2 um, with a horse like him. He's going to get the right conditions today because he's strong, this fellow. And although there's only a field of six, there's three horses that like to lead. Tears of Love, She's the Gift, Sagacious. So he'll just sit back and just curl the mow, mow the big fella. He's one of the biggest horses in training. He's only had the one start since coming down from central Queensland for O'Day Hoisted. And it was a terrific performance. He usually doesn't go that well fresh. 
that he did in the Sunny Coast Cup. He ran second there behind, you know, the proper stakes performer in Shalo. So that suggested to me they're going to have a lot of fun with him this time in, and this is perfect today for Namazu. Uh, putting in number four star at Michelin, he's a big horse as well, so much so that he finds it sort of claustrophobic in the starting gates, and he usually walks out. But he does like Eagle Farmer, provided he doesn't miss it too badly. He can wind up and, and sort of make it interesting with Namazu, but it all depends on the jump for him. Two tiers of love, a last start winner here, and then number five, she's the gift. Three, four, two, five. Race three, we move to now the Mount Franklin Class 6 over the 1,400 metres. Number five, Love Sensation, looking for three wins in a row, is a $2.50 favourite. Number one, Rockamore, 3.10. Matawatapki is second up at $5. Number three, Stuttering, is a $5 chance out to the Cullinan and others at bigger odds. But Love Sensation trying to make a three wins on the trot here. Maxi, a two fifty favourite. Yeah, no reason why she can't make it the hat-trick of wins. Tony Golden keeps fighting these races that are put on for her with no weight. Uh, again, she's only got 53 and a half on her back. And uh, the tempo looks to be nice here. I think Rocker Moore and Stuttering will probably sort of take it up early and she's going to sit behind with no weight. Finish strongly again, so I'm finding her hard to, to go against. Love Sensation. Six the Cullinan. Uh, I just think that he might want something a little bit further but he's going well and he could possibly be the uh, exacta horse or the Cornetta horse here with love sensation stuttering um if he jumps okay can be a little bit fidgety in the gates he was good out two ago and then last starting was fidgeting and was midfield away but if he happens to ping straight to the lead that's his big asset uh, and then number one rock and more you just don't know what you're going to get with him he's, he's inconsistent five six three and one in the third Short price favourite in race four here at Eagle Farm. This is a benchmark 92,200 metres. Number three, Head of State, is $1.65. Number six, Scarlet Tufty at $5. Number four, Tappy's Ladder, $6 chance. And five, Hostage of War is there at $7. So Head of State, $1.65 to go and repeat that pretty cushy win last start. Yeah, it was... Uh... It was a good win without being anything special, but, you know, I, I really respect horses that carry weight over ground, and he had 58 on his back. He drops to 54, going up a little bit in grade, which is not a problem. So the biggest tick for him is, um, you know, he, he was a winner last start, this track and distance, and dropping four kilograms today. So I think he can win again, head of state. Number six, Scarlet Tufty, is going to love the 2,200 metres and he's got no weight on his back. He was just out dashed last start, clearly indicating, you know, I want further. Well, he gets it here. Uh, then number four, Tappy's Lad. Gap between runs. He might have just felt the pinch a little bit when fresh up last start at the sunny coast. So I think fitter today. And then Hostage of War, who usually goes out to lead by two or three lengths. Three, six, four and five. Race five now is a benchmark 72, the Sky Racing benchmark 72. 18, 10 metres the journey. Look, Kapangi hasn't won for a while, but been all around the mark, tab number 10, and is a $3.20 favourite here. Eight, Portnoy right there as well as a $3.60 chance. Number two, Warp Speed is at $5. Grinzinger Knight going really well at five fifty, And number three, Coup de Tenere is a $7.50 chance. But not a great deal here between Kapangi and Portnoy in the betting for race five. 
Yeah, the tempo looks to be Grinzinger night and uh, I think to a slightly lesser extent Port Noi. So I think they'll settle one, two. And Wolf Speed should be able to get a nice trip just in behind them. He likes Eagle Farm and he's loving the country life these days into Womba Warp Speed. He beat Kapangi last start this track and distance. And again, I think he might get the jump on Kapangi, which should give him a bit of an advantage again today. We'll go with him at about the 550, number two warp speed. Kapangi is the danger. And with the small field, it's probably going to suit him because he's got to go back probably second last or last Kapangi, but he should be close enough. The lighter the weight, the better, because he's not a big horse. So it does look good for Kapangi today to maybe turn the tables on warp speed. But I'm going with the, the way they finished last time. Two over ten, warp speed over Kapangi. Number eight, Port Noy, uh, on a seven-day backup. Just a little bit too keen last Saturday. So the blinkers are off and back in distance, which is a good move for Port Noy as well, I feel. And then Grinzinka Knight, possibly the front runner. Two ten, eight and five. On to race six, Eagle Farm here. Michael Maxworthy with his form, thoughts and selections here. First leg of the quaddy is a benchmark 72 over the 1,400 metres. Number four, Comrade Rosa. Is she about to put it all together? She's a $1.70 favourite here. Number nine, the Red Kite. Resumed a winner the other day. Is at 4.40. Number one, he's the ultimate. Resuming here, 7.50. Then we hit those double-figure horses of Collet's Spirit and... And lately, but Comrade Rosa said a bit of her down south here, Michael, and she's we know she has that bit of talent. She looks to go back to back here, but a dollar seventy. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think that's okay, Richard. Um, she's the mayor by capitalist from No Looking Back, and she was trained at Randwick, where she was quite good, and she had no luck at Warwick Farm prior to coming up here, and then she was stiff not to win at Ipswich. She was a victim of a wide rail that day, and. Then she got her act together at Eagle Farm in the last race a fortnight ago. She absolutely blitzed them. I don't think this is any harder, but she does rise three kilograms. I think she gets a bit of cover, though, offsets that, and she'll have one crack at them in the home straight. I think she's a complete standout in the opening leg of the quaddy. You mentioned uh, a couple of newcomers to Queensland. He's the ultimate and the red kite. They're both um, newcomers up here. He's the ultimate. has got decent metropolitan solid provincial form in Victoria, now here with David Van Dyke. His trials have been okay. Latest, he was pushed out to win, but that was over a month ago. So I think um, he's obviously had a lot more work since then. Keep an eye on the market with him. He is getting Blinker's first time too. He's the ultimate. The Red Kite, now with the Currys in Toowoomba, did win at Morfordville first up, but it was a benchmark 60. This is a little bit harder. And then number seven, Bahamut. But four looks the standout, Comrade Rosa from one, nine and seven. Race seven today, class three set weights, 1,200 metres. Number 11, Enterprise Pom, $2.30 and the favourite, the fixed favourite at 2.30. The totes a whole bit of a different story. Number nine, Zavaboom, 380. 10 uh, Delith at 440 and then charge on at $13. That feels better as well. Enterprise POM, $2.30 fixed favourite here, Michael, for race seven. Yeah, these class threes, uh, trainers target these races and uh, when you look at them, class three set weights and their, their rating, well, she rates 79 points and uh, she's got two kilos less than and a half the field that are on 59. So beautifully handicapped. A couple of other things. She's fresh. That's when she acts best. And this is her distance, 1,200 metres. I expect her to go to the lead. And I think she can keep on rolling today. Enterprise POM. Number 10, Delive, was excellent last preparation. Her two runs back, 
I'm not sure where she's at. I must admit to having, you know, expected a little bit more from her. But I know she's got the ability, so respecting Delight. And number nine, Zabba Byrne. He's always running on from back. He's, he's up to 1,200 metres today, so maybe an older horse. He's looking for something a little further, so he gets it today. And then number six, that feels better. Gets a nice soft run to finish strongly. Uh, but I think Enterprise Pom is the way to go here, number 11, over 10, 9 and 6. Race 8 on the day is a benchmark 90,000 metres. The Bopper, number 2, he's there as a $2.30 favourite. Boom Nova resumes here for Chris Munz is $3.80. Number 6, Rubiquitous, a $4.20 chance. And number 4, Asamu. Want to see how he parades today. He's always had that something about him. He's a $5.50 chance. Glorious Ruby 16 and go goal for the upset of 41 but the bopper, $2.30 favourite for race eight. Yeah, he's a good sort, Osamu, but he usually likes to get it his own way. He's always hard to beat, but I don't think he'll get it today. I think uh, Rubiquitous will put it to him. Over the 1,000 here, the closer they draw, the better. They sort of half jump on a bend. So gate one, Rubiquitous. I'd love to see him come out and ride him hard to lead, give him a bit of a breather. And he is a hard horse to get past. He doesn't sort of turn it up, Rubiquitous. So I think this is his chance to bounce back a winner today. Number three, Berm Nova. She's great over the 1,000 metres uh, at Eagle Farm. But because um, she's got such a good record, she's climbing up in the weight. She's now got 58 and a half, which could be a little bit of a steadier. I saw her recently in a jump out and she's had an official trial. She's going well. The Bopper, well, his last two starts have been phenomenal. He has had a bit of an interrupted preparation. We know that he went around to the start at the sunny coast and they found a little bit of blood in a nostril. They scoped him. Everything's fine. But it has been a little bit of an interruption. The smallish field's probably going to suit him. He won't have to give away too big a start. And we know he's got a great turn of acceleration. So he can certainly swamp them in the home straight, the Bopper. And then number four, Asamu. But keen on the six, ubiquitous at about the 420, six, three, two, and four. We finish off race nine at Eagle Farm with a three-year-old benchmark 72 at the mile. Number eight, Hell of a Dancer is a $3.30 fixed favourite, pretty clear favourite. Number 13, Sunset Soiree is at $6.50. Number one, The Vows going great guns for the Edmonds boys at $7.50. And number nine, Porky is in single figures at $7.50. $1.50. So, hell of a dancer, our 330 favourite for the last three year olds at the mile. Yeah, um, for Australian Bloodstock, um, you'll see their, their colours bounce out of gate one. Perfect booking, Andrew Madden. He's just got the great hands on horses that can get a little bit keen. And she had blinkers on a couple of starts ago. They took them off. Um, gate one today, you'll just drop over her neck. And the significant point is that she's back to three-year-old grade. I thought she was good in the Magic Millions, Phillies and Mares, and then Vaccine just beat her last start, this track and distance, but she's back against three-year-olds today. I, I can't fault a hell of a dancer. Number four, Red Top. He's tough, this fellow, and he's going to get everything to suit today. He's going to get an opportunity to finally get some cover to tuck in, and that'll help him. Number 13, Sunset Soiree. Three starts have been really eye-catching, in particular the future. I think he's going to develop into a really nice horse. It's just going to be ugly in the big field. He's got to go back, give them a big start. But if he has luck in the home straight, he's got the ability to, to storm home Sunset Soiree. And then the vows, a little concern with him. He's put together three on the trot, but he's rising to 59 over a tough mile here at Eagle Farm. 8-4, 13-1 in the last at 
Eagle Farm. Richard? What, what are the best today, Michael? Um, I'm thinking 7-Eleven Enterprise Pom, and also uh, that one in the last nine, eight, Hell of a Dancer. And I'd like to echo the thoughts of Gary Hardy there and wish you all the best. Uh, Richard, it's been wonderful working with you on Sky Thoroughbred Central and on the radio on a Saturday. You're fun, you're professional. It's great that you're not going that far away. Thank you, Michael. And um, they're really lovely words. And wh what I will say is um, when, when I first uh, I sort of had an interest in racing, uh, was probably during school, which didn't help too much with the school marks. But I soon moved to Queensland um, in the early to mid-90s and just, just to work and the parents had moved up there and I got into racing sort of more the catalogues and that kind of stuff. And one of the first people I listened to on the radio was you. So uh, wow. at that time, so I, yeah, I, you're a voice and a person who I've listened to for a long, long time and uh, always admired. And they're, they're really nice words, Michael. So you're, uh, I suppose you're, your soundtrack goes back with me to the mid-90s in, in Queensland and that was sort of a, an early taste of mean racing. Yeah, nice words from you as well, Richard. But the good part of it is you're just moving over into another section, so we're still going to see you around the traps. Good luck with it all. Before, Thank you, Michael. Before you go, just a text line question there uh, from Simon. Uh, what's the feeling on Baller in the, the Lightning today? Any any talk from Tony? As, I mean, you're taking on Nature's Trip, sure, but he's... He's a pretty handy horse down that straight, Baller. Well, he is. He's, his last three runs during the spring were super down the straight, winning the Bobby Lewis. And even his last start, Richard, he didn't have a lot of luck. Rockin' Horse just got up and uh, Baller finished alongside Nature Strip. Major, maybe Nature Strip had had enough at the time, but he's great down the straight. And I saw him at the Doombin Trials on Tuesday. He looked fabulous. He looked sharp. He led the trial won it in very fast time on his ear, and apparently he travelled with Zeus style perfectly. I know it's a tough assignment today, but he's that good down the straight. I'd be suggesting you put him in your trifectas today because everything looks spot on for Baller to run well today. Okay. Thanks for that update, Michael, and I'll see you at the races soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Richard. Good man. Michael Maxworthy, his tips and selections uh, here on the, the wireless. And, of course, he'll be on Sky Thoroughbred Central pretty soon for the Eagle Farm preview. We're not too far away from behind the gates. The text line is open. And uh, if you'd like to fire in a question to, to Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson is joining us and also Andrew Hurley. And uh, I'll do my best as always in this next 45 minutes or so. 0419 So the text line is open 0419 I have a feeling one of our Behind the Gates crew has gone quite wide. Uh, Whiteish with one of their horses as far as the price goes. I've kept it very, very safe for my last behind the gates. Scarily, a bit of a wuss, safe. But hey, the idea is to get it, isn't it? Anyway, uh, the behind the gates multi, uh, not too far away here. We'll take a break again. Um, if you have any questions for Darren Flindell, our race core today, or Brad Davidson, who's done all the form, he'll be on Sky Racing 1. Hurls and I will always have something to say, you know that. 0419 767 A break, then we're back with behind the gates. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. In a moment, the traffic. A wise woman once said, I can resist everything, 
accept temptation. When you're tempted to try a bottle of Windy Peak wine, don't resist. This is a wine for all occasions by De Bortoli. Here's the traffic. Want great value on mobile quality fuel? Download the My 7-Eleven fuel price lock to start your savings adventure. Savings not guaranteed. Visit 7-Eleven.com.au for T's and C's. Waterloo, a crash involving two cars has been cleared, but it's still heavy all directions, McAvoy Street and Botany Road. Stratfield Northbound Centenary Drive is heavy toward Arthur Street, City Westlink patchy both ways in Lilyfield. Foxtel's winning deal is on sale now. Get drama, movies, sport and Netflix all in one place. Search Foxtel or call 131787. New customers only. Offer ends April 20. I am Luke Jumay, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. Now is the time to get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your summer workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka and Steel Blue with a huge range of shirts, shorts, boots and high-vis. Plus, check out our lightweight workwear to keep you cool this summer. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop summer workwear shop. Tab has Greyhound offers on Tab. Bet fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at the Meadows this Saturday night for the Australian Cup heats. And if your dog wins, get paid out. Plus your stake back as a bonus bet up to $25. That's winnings paid plus your stake back on races 1 to 6 at the Meadows this Saturday night. For racing offers on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. For the very best entertainment in the Territory, you just can't beat NT Thoroughbred Racing. A day at the races simply must be on your bucket list. Whether it's Darwin, the Alice or one of the country clubs, go Territory Racing. Be part of it. The very best of US Racing seven days a week. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Brain tumor, migraine, dementia. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to the show. Almost 10 minutes past 10 on a Saturday morning. Where does the time go? You kick off at 6.30 and look up and say, wow, it's 10 past 10. That means it's time for Behind the Gates. Just quickly, what were Brodie Nixon's trial tips? Uh, well, one of them was Irish legend, but I think he came out. He's a scratching uh, Irish legend, uh, but certainly Lakeen later in the day was a trial horse for Brodie. So just um, just Lakeen uh, for Brodie's trial tips this morning's <laughs> Hurls is here. I'll say good morning to you for a start, Hurls. Really tough text here. Best wishes, Richard. I wish uh, I'll miss you on Saturdays. Cheers, Dave. <laughs> P.S. Wish it was Munzee leaving. Isn't that tough? Oh, That's a they, tough text. Hello, yeah. mate. Hello, mate. Last, What's uh, happening? Last morning. Yeah. I was thinking, well, I texted you yesterday to say how long you've been doing it for. And 
Well, they say when you're having fun, time goes quick. A couple of years. I, I thought it would have been maybe 18 months. I started I, I started when Andrew Bensley finished, yeah. of course, and it was just after a Scone Cup carnival. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's it's coming up on... It would be four years in May if I was still here, so... Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah well, I'm sure I've been it. doing this spot for a long time. Maybe with, three um, years. No, I'm with sure it's Benz. four years. Yeah. It's been a little while. Three, three. Steve's saying. Three, Steve? Mm. Mate, it's been... Time did fly. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that later. Yeah. But, um, mate, where are the beers? I was expecting a keg or something in here this morning, I know, surely. I know it's 5pm somewhere in the world, yeah. just relax. Yeah. Right. Just relax. All right. No, no, there's a few coffees here. That's, uh, that's all I know. That, that gets us through the morning. Mm. Um, gee, I mean, it goes without saying, but a, a hell of a good betting meeting there today. Good, good horses everywhere and... We'll see what the see what the business is going to be like. Yeah, it's been pretty swift. I tell you what, what I'm noticing more and more, uh, particularly in the last six weeks or so, punters are just sitting there waiting for the markets to open up on Wednesday, and they go Wooshka, and they did that with a number of horses again on Wednesday. But yeah, fairly deep meeting. Um, yeah, our uh, our behind the gates is going to be interesting. Um, thought about that long and hard as I always do, but uh, anyway, we'll see. Is it true that I have my own bet type this morning? You have got your own bet type. And this is Russell, Russell Barry came up with the name. In fact, let's welcome in the guys uh, that are also with us for Behind the Gates. We we need them, otherwise we don't have a show. Uh, Brad Davidson will be in Sky Racing 1 all day. Dave, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Hainsey. Good morning, Hells. I echo what Hells said there, Hainsey. Um, you're going to be sorely, sorely missed, mate. Um, done a fantastic job on the radio and obviously across STC for a number of years and had the pleasure to to work alongside you many, many times. And, um, yeah, mate, um, you're an absolute jet and will be sorely missed on the TV, but look forward to following the next venture. And, um, yeah, let's hope we can get the the behind-the-gates multi-home one more week for all those knockers out there. What about the last two weeks? That covers the last two and a half weeks, two and a half months. So for those that want to knock us, there you go. There's a nice divvy last week, too, of $6.50. Mm. And it's, I mean, it's, it's easy to say as we're welcoming Darren Flandell. It's not, you know, you'd never say it was sort of, was never in doubt, but uh, it was a pretty cushy old collect last week, Darren, and we'll try and do it again today. Good morning. Yes, good morning, uh, Richard. I look forward to your Hainsey's Hail Mary later on in the program as well and certainly echo the, the remarks on your great career with us as well, uh, Richard. It's been terrific working with you and uh, particularly in this program in, in recent times. We've had a lot of fun and I certainly wish you well in your next venture. Thank you, Darren. It's very, it is humbling. I mean, I yeah, so, sort of say before, you get to come to work and you get to sit here and, and uh, you know, talk about horses and... Yeah, mm. we deal with trainers, we deal with participants, and it's just a pleasure. And um, I watched a game last night, and I was just wondering, <laughs> I wonder if you might organise a grand final ticket for us, Manly West Tigers, this year. Well, <laughs> my people can certainly start to talk to your people, uh, <laughs> Darren, but uh, never, stand, never stand in the way of enthusiasm, do we, with our football mm. sides? <laughs> yes. Well, you never know. Both, both squads looking... Reasonably okay. Your team wins a trial, and it's like, how good did they go last night, etc., etc. Lose the trial, that's only a trial. <laughs> that's right. It's a bit like that. All right. Um, where do we start? Where do we start? Um, yeah, the questions coming through again. Just uh, the text line. If you haven't played this game before, the text line's open now. To talk to Brad or, or Darren Hurls and myself, zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. So, um, just working out where to go first here as far as the questions go. Hurls, um, what about race? Where's Snackers? 
No, Snackers. Is, I think Snackers is texting already. Okay. Your man. We'll get to him. Uh, race five. We might go to here. There's a question surrounding uh, Pierrot. So let's go to the market. We, again, we bounce around. We know, but a market for race five at Rose Hill today, please. So it's just a benchmark 78. 1,400 metres. Very, very wide open. We've got $5 the field here. Deductions. St. Bathans comes out 5 by 6 3 by 2 so risque. 4 Valar, 7 by 7 5 by 6 Grisilla Styler. And Bluff and Bluster, 1 cent. The win, 0. Uh, the place. Now, we'll just look at the trade from this morning. 480 to $5 Super Pursuit. Willingo Rufio uh, is a $5 chance in from 5.50. So joint favourites there. We've got 19 to 18 Navajo Peak. Uh, Starbread is nine to nine fifty. Uh, Kokora opened up five fifty this morning, back to six. Uh, Tarjanid opened up at six, hasn't budged. Always a good sign. Nine fifty and nine for Lindemand. Uh, Seventeen to thirteen. Fear Nought and Piero. So the one the uh, text came in <coughs> on or about nineteen to twenty one. And uh, just um, I might might go with with you for a start here, Brad Pierossa. Um, thoughts on Pierossa and uh, Watto. Uh, one of his mates in the punish club there, they're on Kokoro in the same race here, Brad. Yeah, look, Pierre Ross has a kick-off point for her. I think she's on a notes path, so I would suggest that um, she's going to get a long way back and just hit the line. I'd be shocked if she won, but that would be my sort of thought on her. Kokoro's a good chance. He's got all the favours first up. but got the job done nicely. Um, he's got upside with the 56.5 on his back. I just land on the top of here, super pursued. I Took the nine dollars early. I thought that was the slice of overs, but uh, you get a thousand deductions in Sydney racing, and absolutely does my head in. But uh, that's what happens when we have a, a thousand races for every horse to run in, and um, they nominate for seventy-three places, and uh, obviously can only run in one. Um, but uh, look, he um, he was good last time out at Rose Hill. It was a horror watch if you're on him that day. He should have clearly won the race. He just got shuffled right back, and then made his run far too late. But had some really strong late sectionals and. Uh, you can settle a little bit closer from the, the better draw today, the dry track suits, and she's going to run out a strong 1,400, but the format of that race has been terrific with the winner and the second horse both uh, winning since, um, both in city class as well. So form looks good. He's just got to carry the 61.5, but the senior rider on today, I'll go with Super Pursuit. Yeah, I'm with Super Pursuit as well. I've been, uh, I think I've been with him just about every time he's he's run here in Australia, so this is going to be the last roll of the dice. Um, if he can't win today or uh, will go really close, I'll have to, to reassess. Found this a tough race overall, so Super Pursuit on top. I do like the way that Star Beretta's going. There was no fluke about her win last time out. Very strong from back in the field. I think Tars needs trial like she can go okay. I think Lindemann will get into a good spot. And, uh, and Kokoro uh, was a decent winner at the midweek at Kensington uh, last time out. Didn't find it an easy race. That's why I've come back to give Super Pursuit one last chance. In regards to Pierre Rossa, yeah, she's going to need further. This is 1,400 metres today. The way she trialled, she's going to need a lot further than this. This will be a good prep run towards her, uh, her Oaks mission. Rightio. OK, a bit of a take there on race number five. Lovely comment here from Changa. Out of Canberra. Is he one of your men, Changa? No. no. <laughs> morning. Changa. Morning, Richard. Sorry to hear you leaving. I, I absolutely froth on Saturday HQ, and, and your voice is the aphrodisiac for the day ahead. 
Love you a long time. <laughs> Jeez, Chang. <Yeah. laughs> oh, good on you. Good on you, Changer. I think I'll touch that one. Good. Where's this from Thailand? <laughs> I don't I know. Oh, he's from Canberra, apparently. Oh, okay. I'm not sure what part of Canberra. I <laughs> know. Oh, um, anyway, that's a that's a lovely, lovely comment. Uh, Richie, given it's your last day, can we please talk about value, Brad, from you? Wanna <laughs> stop stirring? Stop staring. That's not you, Brad, texting in, is it? I don't think it's no, your number. No, that's not me texting in. No. <laughs> uh, Hainsey, what's the go with letting the frenemy take over your spot? Marlow belongs on a Friday, says Matt. Because I think Luke will be taking over this uh, this chair, and uh, I wish Luke very well. It's, um, it's a lot of fun doing this show. Um, uh, and that leads us to uh, race number seven here, Hurls. Can I grab a, a Parramatta Cup market, please? Listed race, 1,900 metres. Our texters are after comments on a couple of runners here. One of those is a double figures. OK, so King Frankel, they were keen to... I mentioned at the top of the show that a uh, yeah, number of punters just get involved very quickly. Well, that certainly was the case for King Frankel on Wednesday afternoon. Bits of uh, four figures came in thick and fast. It's $3 into 2.30 this morning, so it's been quite a go. Uh, Banju, 4.40 to 4.80. It's an empty found a lease of life. Uh, we've got $7.50 to $9 for Bonnie Ezra. Mohican Heights, $9.50 to $11, back to $9.50. Uh, Youth Spirit went up 21 when the market first opened. It's 12 to 14 today. Uh, Irish Legend, that's a significant deduction, 17 by 14, and Aravine, 2 by 1. Uh, but it's been very popular. Has King Frankel, promising horse. I think um, Tim, Tim Clark, I thought, spoke... Um, well about youth spirit when we uh, had Timmy on earlier riding that horse. So, guys, um, Jordan uh, Jordan Faz from Wingham says, um, good stuff on the two wins in a row, boys. We'll try and make a three today. Banju looks a huge chance for four in a row, now with Irish legend out. And there was a question there. Uh, oh, there's Snackers. Hey, lads, wondering hey. if Sacramento is a good each-way proposition today. Um all the best to in the new gig. Richard, does that mean Hurls gets elevated to captaincy? Look forward to seeing it at the Canberra Cup. I think, uh, I think, hang, hang on, just ha- hold on one second, Hurls. Brad and Darren, there'll be a vote, will there, or how's this going to work? If, if, uh, if Hurls gets captaincy, I'm, I'm walking out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll run a pretty tight ship, I reckon. Oh, he's trying to sell himself now, well, Darren. He home, wants the job. Do. <laughs> see my well, it's only a spots. short hop down the road from St Ives as well on a Saturday morning. Yeah, that's right. An hour and a half walk? Did we both that out or oh, two apparently hours? Apparently, they were, they were, some people were saying it was up to three. It was never going to happen anyway, so... That's yeah. correct. Mm. Uh, Darren... Banju, good test for him, and uh, Snackers wants a little sneaky push for Sacramento. How do you see the Parramatta Cup? Now, in regards to Sacramento, I wasn't overly impressed with his first up run, but I'm not going to think too much about that. He does have a very good second up record, and uh, I do suspect being on the fence here today at uh, Rose Hill is going to be a pretty good plus, so I think that bodes well for Sacramento's chances. Banju... (coughs) I'm really not sure. This is, uh, this is really, really pushing the envelope now. He seemed to... He, he got the mile last time, but he was running on empty, and he, he 
and he had the 51 on his back, so he kept going. He's got 54, so it's not a, a massive jump in the weights. I'm just not convinced he's going to see the 1,900 metres out. He's up against these professional staying types. So uh, I've gone here with King Frankel. For the record, I was really keen on Irish legends. So I was most disappointed when I saw the scratchings this morning. So I've got King Frankel on top. He showed his well-being with a very dominant win of the trials at Randwick. That was over 1,200 metres, and when he was pushed on, he just pulled right away from them. But I think you spirit from from barrier one will be the big improver there with Clark sticking a solid then Banju and Sacramento but I'm going King Frankel in the Parramatta Cup Brad yeah yeah I, I agree I was actually um, an Irish legend fan I thought he should have been favorite and was a bit disappointed to see him in the scratchings this morning um, look I've gone back with Mohican Heights who was a good second up winner in Brisbane I just thought I wanted to go looking for one at a bit of odds rather than be diving into the short odds about King Frankel I, Understand that the stable are bullish and he won three from four last prep, but gee, beat um, didn't beat a great deal. And the the win before a break, I, I could have run faster early than they were going there. He got the softest lead you'll ever see. He tried well, but his trial time was about four lengths slower than Irish Legend. So I think he's a little bit too skinny. Um, he can hide to me. I can see Sacramento running a good race. I thought his last hundred was particularly good the other day. Might just need one more and a little bit further. But if you can get to the front and dictate. It'll be hard enough to beat. I'm against Banju. I was on him the other day, and uh, I I thought he was uh, plain, to be honest. Even though he won, I, I thought he should have put them away a lot easier with 51 on his back. So I think uh, 1,900 and maybe end of prep for him, two major concerns for me. Uh, Brad, someone's texted in here, have a game of tennis for captaincy hurls. <laughs> I'm happy to do that. That'll be, that, that'll be You'll it. You'll never be captain? <laughs> well, he doesn't play anymore, so who knows? I've been busy. I've been busy. Uh, I know this number. I know this phone number. This might be a correspondent in um, Western New South Wales. Is Hainsy off to start a career in state politics? He'd be a great member for Coogee. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I, I, politics kind of interests me. I don't know. Don't you always get concerned if you went down the track of um, of politics that <laughs> you know, some skeletons in your closets might emerge? What are you, what are you, what well, are you suggesting? Well, I'll just say, <laughs> Darren, Darren, I'm squeaky clean. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, you love a Bucks night, so just stories like that. Stop implicating me. I'm not implicating I'm just saying. This might be the reason why know. I've never gone down there. I'm sure he'd be good in those <clears throat> those photo opportunities of lifting a pram or a stroller up the stairs at a train station. Oh. <laughs> tell you what, try and, lift a, try and lift a stroller with a kid that should be walking up those stairs that could you know about it. <laughs> Do your back in. Yeah. <laughs> see, see you for nippers in the morning, everyone. Good. Uh, okay, uh, race 10. Couple of questions. This is a good race to finish off today. Benchmark 94, 1,100 metres, and uh, a couple of people on, on the text line there. Again, the text line 0419 A couple of questions about horses here at pretty big odds. Hurls, the market for race 10. This is a really good, uh, strong benchmark 94, isn't it? We've got the favourite at $2.50. That is Midwest. Uh, it opened up this morning at a quote of $264 available when the market first opened. Easy single comes out, 6 by 6 the deduction. And I'm at $5, rock solid, as is Cotier. Uh, $5.50, no change. 9 to 10, back to $9.50 for quick tempo. Kiss some, 10 to 12, back to 11. 13 to 14, Maltai. And we go down to Forzani, 18 to 16. Just looking at the trade on the race. And Midwest, the most popular... 
in front of Quick Tempo, despite the fact it's a, a $9.50 chance. I know you spoke to Anthony Cummings on Wednesday. Were you at the track here? And he was quite happy with Cotier. Or was it Dave? Or it might have been Dave Stanley had him on the wireless. Yeah, I spoke to him on Wednesday at the track, and I think he's, um, he's thinking Coates had runs well. But the question uh, here, guys, and I think we might go to Darren for a start here, but... Um, Hey, boom time. See, the party boy is back today. Shelby 66. <laughs> Can you give us a party boy call? Damo from Orange. And hey, Dazza. I think that's you, Darren. Handel will give him a fright today. Nash on top. No, he hasn't won for a while, but the planets align today. Has performed well in better fields than this from Daguru. So, what? I mean, $41, Darren, about Shelby. And we heard from uh, Danny this morning. He couldn't yes. be happier, couldn't be happier yes. with him. Mm. And also, uh, and handle the truth. It's funny you bring all this up because Danny Williams just uh, put a tweet out nine minutes ago and tagged me into it. The party boy is back, is the heading. Now, what's his script here? Shelby 66, <laughs> first up, and although ideally he prefers cut in the ground, is going well, is going as well as ever we've ever had him at home and well placed after the claim. So with Amy McLucas on today, he carries 58. Yeah, I'd be a little bit concerned about the, the dry track, and it's going to be very dry. Unless we get thunderstorms late in the day, which is quite possible with the type of heat that we'll be experiencing in the West uh, today. Handle the truth. Oh, I kept looking at him. Uh, trying to make a case for him. He did cruise along in his Canberra barrier trial, the only trial that he's had. I know that previous preparation, he, he didn't come up. He's, he's not getting any younger now, but I guess for the fact that Keith's been able to get Nash to ride him today has got to be a positive sign, so he, he may well bounce back. Look, Kiss Sun was an interesting runner. Normally he trials uh, before he's, he's runs, and boy, he's a horse that's had a, a fair bit of bad luck along the way. He's a good horse, Kisson, but I can't see him striking over 1,100 metres. That looks too short. I've gone with Midwest in the last. I just think it's his race, really, leading and just being touched off by Maria Mia. is pretty good form, considering she'll start odds on in the Millie, in the Millie Fox today. So uh, Midwest, I've made the, the best bet of the day. As Ruffy's figure with you anywhere, Brett, when I say Ruffy's, they're nice horses, but they're double figures in a race like this. Yeah, look, um, Shelby, not for me. Um, I think he needs uh, heavy 10, personally, and um, probably needs racing. Um, I, know, I respect what the stables say, but last few preparations, they, they, they've said he needs racing and generally comes good towards the, the middle of the prep, uh, to late prep for him. Um, Handle the truth, definitely tried well and always runs well for us, so he'll be hitting the line hard with the informed rider aboard. Um, but for me, I'm with Midwest as well. I, look, he split two subsequent winners last time out, um, the former Annie's been great. I like the little get fresh in run. Um, they're not over racing him. It seems to be really effective for him, the approach. And I think it's handlebars down to the front and very hard to catch Midwest in the last. So, yep, on top for me, clearly. Uh, text there. Hi, guys. Could you broadcast today's multi-cheers? We will, Hurls, uh, but you'll have to hang on for about another 15 minutes. We, hey, we've we got two multis we, today. <laughs> two multis. We produced that multi. Just just to give our listeners, if they haven't played before, how, how they can how they can get to the behind-the-gates multi? Yeah, so uh, basically we've been doing this since the program started uh, mid-year last year, and each of us are 
pick a horse to run in the top four. And uh, Dicko and the traders at uh, Tab give us an inflated price. And, uh, yeah, it, it will be under sports and today's specials. And then it will be under, uh, on the Tab app, uh, racing and racing offers. And it'll open in around about 15 minutes. Uh, just a message here to Ben Walker in Dubbo. Please put your phone down, mate. Is Haynesy leaving because Neighbours is back and they want to renew the Drew and Libby storyline? Oh. Benny's got too much spare time in his hands. Oh, hello, Brad. Hello. <laughs> Brad Davidson's just yeah, on, out of the car and he's just sidled into the studio. Put those... They're called cans in the radio world. I tell you, on the way today, I saw a cracking boat. Gee, it was a beauty. Boat? WA Trophy is about six and a half metres. What are you talking about? Beautiful boat. Just boat. drove past. Yeah, outstanding. I was in the passenger seat today. <laughs> Kel's doing the lovely driving, so Good I was able, able to admire the boat and keep on talking. Do you reckon if she drives, does she drive home or stay down here? What does she do? Because she, she listen to the radio as she drives home or not? No, no, it's definitely on uh, Kiss FM. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get a, get a choice, but, well, like... I love it a bit, but I tell you, like, scares scares the daylights out of me every day. I'm just driving along. Next minute, there's a car in front of us. I'm like, babe, it's about 50 metres away. Well, yeah. Just have to relax. Oh, well, yeah, I suppose I'm a little bit late on the, the brake sometimes, but... Um, well, better late than never, I, I suppose. <laughs> uh, Very true. That space. Oh, hey, Darren. Um, mm-hmm. There's a question here for you. Question for Darren. Come on, Cobber. Give us the old hello broadcast at Flemington. It is on song and to be a serious chance for a fifth win, says Dan. Hello. Well, I tell you what, the information's been a little bit light. I did check the email again this morning. Uh, Boy, EJ doesn't spoil us with too much information. The last report is on Thursday, he completed his work today on the treadmill, followed by a swim, and he had a nice breakfast. And we're going to be hard to beat on the weekend, or...? He's bright and well in his action. His action is good. I, I, I mean, personally, I think he's a 70-rated he's a horse. He's in a benchmark 80 form. I think we're aiming a little bit high there, but the 1,200 metres definitely suits. I dare say he'll be closing off well. The booking of Jamie Carr is a big plus. OK. Well, you're giving us more than the trainer by the sounds of things, Darren, so, <laughs> so thank you. Let's go to the, the market for race one. We get going today at Rose Hill today with a Tab Highway Hurls Class 3 over the 1,400 metres. Yeah, and this gets underway at uh, 20 past 12, so nice early start. We've got Super Extreme in another wide-open affair at $4.60. Makes a favourite. Opened up at that quote this morning. 460 to 480 Atmospheric Rock. $7 for Syrian Star. 8 to 8.50 for Sizzle Manizzle. Preemptory at 9.50, no change this morning. And similar story there with Indicative. And then we've got Evocator, 14 to 11. They were keen to get involved early here. Atmospheric Rock opened up at $7 and Syrian Star, uh, $13 on Wednesday. The deduction's not all significant. Secretively, two by one, zero Rusos. Uh, Rossley Crown, three by three. Two cents the win for Rhythm Boat, Silver Canvas, Lady Tabloid, two by one. As usual, tough way to start the program. Uh, in terms of dollars held today, it is super extreme in front of Syrian Star. So, yeah, they've sustained that push for Syrian, or Syrian Star, rather. And also Evocador, uh, some money there today. But you have to say Syrian Star's been best back. Text in from Paul from Milton, one of our good listeners down there in God's country. I've settled it down this race to Atmospheric Rock and Preemptory. Two of Danny's horses just want to push Either way, for atmospheric rock and preemptory here, Darren, any thoughts on those runners and who do you like in the highway? Well, preemptory was very, very stiff there last time, was just a checkered passage. It was one of those 
horrible, horrible watches uh, when you're on it. And then you watch the replay a few times and it just made you feel sick. Um, but first race of the day, drawn the outside barrier. Where's he going to be? Uh, that's got to be a, a big concern uh, with with him there in the first preemptory. The the stable made atmospheric rock looks very, very interesting. His trial was quite nice. He was running on quite well through the line. Just um, looking at Danny Williams' uh, report there, he did suggest with atmospheric rock, it's drawn ideally and right up to winning this fresh. 1,400 metres first up, just a slight query. Uh, considering in his previous preparation, he won his maiden first up over 1,200 metres. I've gone with the in-form horse, super extreme. He just continues to run well. He's gone really well for James McDonald. Uh, Dylan Gibbons can pick up where James has left off, just getting the, the two kilos off there to alleviate the penalty for the last success. I'll just go with the in-form horse because he'll roll forward. He, he's proven in the past he can sit wide, do work, and it doesn't matter. He's just been a really good highway horse, so I'll stick with the, the form runner there, Super Extreme, from Preemptory, who no doubt will be flashing home. Uh, good to see Zach Lloyd back in the saddle, such a very, very talented apprentice, uh, Zach. But boy, he'll have a job on his hands getting Preemptory the right run today. Uh, then Atmospheric Rock and Indicative, who I thought would be up on the speed. Those I, I sort of had as the, the pacemakers of the race. I wasn't too keen on, but I'm going to be very guarded with these early races. You often see in these hot days on a dry track, up on speed and on the fence can be the place to be at Rose Hill. Yeah, I'm with Syrian Star. I, I think she sets up well here. Uh, luckless first up, probably should have won a, a decent highway and then went to Canterbury and um, and ran really well in a in a stronger race than this. Hit the line well, I think. Uh, out to this trip, third up suits and I know we're on a firm track today, but I actually like horses rail true um, at Rose Hill. They're generally uh, in the running line. You want them in the running line and, and just sort of just peeling off four, four or five, six wide in the straight. So I think that sets up perfectly for her. Atmospheric rock, if you want to push there, I think the push is the fact that he was a living, breathing moral at uh, Goulburn on Thursday on the home track and they scratched him there to run here. Um, so that's obviously suggesting that he's going really well because he would have won that race for fun and they've decided to come here for the, the better prize money, of course, and maybe to try to get his rating up a little bit more. Obviously, he wants to try to get in the uh, the country championships race down there and at the moment it's looking unlikely, but he might get a little bit more of a push-up in the ratings if he wins a highway versus a, uh, a race at Brad, do you um, recall what distance that race was at Goulburn that he scratched from? 1,200. 1,200. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. Rightio. Let's look at the highway. That's... Um, Let's get on to a group two. Um, the Silver Slipper is race four, two-year-olds here, group two, 1,100 metres. Oh, King's Gambit here, Hurls. What's, uh, what's happening with this market? Well, it's $2.15. I think we've had two or three, not that it's an odds-on pop today, but uh, we've had two or three very short price favourites go under in the two-year-olds in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and one of those was King's Gambit going down at uh, $1.30 last start after missing the start. Cylinders are $4.20 to $4.40 chance now. $2.30 to $2.15 for King's Gambit. Fire Lane, 11 to 13 Madeira. Sunrise, $9.50 to $10. $8.50, no change for Mumbai Muse. And then we've got Platinum Jubilee, uh, $4.60 to $5. A couple of scratchings there, but uh, has not impacted the market because it's zero deduction. Um, looking at the trade on the race today, I can tell you, yeah, it's clearly King's Gambit. Um, 
yeah, holds about double the amount on cylinder, but I'll tell you what, I think a few punters might be a little bit uh, nervous with some of these short-price uh, two-year-olds. Uh, Mick from Moree. G'day, boys. Want to hear the guys' thoughts on Sydney Race 4. Missed them this morning, so that's Mick from Moree. Mick, if you're listening, stay with us now. And... Um uh, budget says, by Richard, promise you, you will not be missed. What were Darren's tips in race four? Lovely tribute to Dean Lester. He'll be sorely missed. Let me just come in there. I, I agree with the second part of that with Dean Lester, but fair income budget, the first part. You can you can leave that sort of nonsense out. Thank you very much. Right. Was it a, it wasn't a typo? Or? No, I don't think so. Okay. Good morning, budget. Yeah, I'll just take ordinary. This. Ordinary. I'll, okay. I'll just take this opportunity also, and I know everyone has, but I think it's uh, deserved as well. Um, yeah, the loss of Dean Lester, huge. I know, growing up and following the races for as long as I have, he's always been the, been the voice of Victorian racing. Uh, he was fantastic always uh, on punters post mortem, his analysis, and I didn't know him personally. I had the privilege of being on air with him two or three times, but um, he was just one of those guys that that uh, when he talked. People listened, and uh, as I said, uh, the outpouring of emotion uh, since he, he passed uh, late last week that, um, yeah, he, he'd be sorely missed. Well said, Els. I think, you know, it's, it's a mark to the man of how many people are talking about him and, yeah. and what impact he's had on people's lives. He wasn't just an, an outstanding judge and the best in Australia, but he was just a wonderful man. And one thing I loved about him was... He stood up for punters, and I don't think we have a voice in this industry, and it really upsets me that we don't. But he was one person who gave us a voice in the industry. People trusted him. People loved him. Punters had faith in him every week, and they could put their faith in him because he had winners, but he was just such a trustworthy person. And, um, yeah, it shocked me to my call reading that on the other night. You know, I heard him, what, a week ago, so he had three years, hopefully. And mm-hmm. uh, out. it's just, um, unfortunately, another stark reminder of, you know, you've got to live your life because you just... And he did. You know, he loved his horses and, and uh, yeah, just very sad. Yeah, any uh, any comments, Darren, on the... on well, it's so just, sad. Uh, yeah, just a reflection uh, that the way people have reacted uh, to his passing and uh, the common theme. I'd never actually personally met Dean either, but I feel like he's a part of the family, uh, having grown up listening to him and just such a, uh, a popular identity. It's it's a sad loss and it's it's very sad for his family that he's, he's passed so quickly as well as we were sort of under the impression that, and we know he was such a fighter uh, for so long, I think we just thought that he'd be with us for a little bit longer. Very, very sad news and a lovely tribute had, put together a little earlier. He had so much, like, tough times, didn't he? Through, you know, it's one of effort and everything. And, and that's things you take for granted in life is one thing my wife makes me do every night now is what we're grateful for. And every night I've got to say grateful for your health because if you're healthy, you know, that's something that so many people just haven't had over their life, particularly Dino. Like, you know, he's had to lie on his side for 18 months straight. He spine of effort. He's had issues the whole way through, and he never, you never even know about it because the bloke never said anything. As my mum always says, uh, your health is your wealth. Oh, 100%. Uh, it's, um, absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh, Darren, this silver slipper, questions in about the favourite, someone here thinking cylinder runs a big race, how are you seeing it? Right, this is the race I'm looking forward to the most today, I can't wait to call it, but I don't want to bet on the race, (laughs) it's too, too complicated. Um, I've gone with Cylinder, I ran into Darren Beedman yesterday in the shopping centre and we had a little chat and he sort of explained in great detail the drama that 
that went on at Caulfield, I thought, my goodness, to, to break your jaw and lose your teeth in the gates and then still run a tr tremendous second is testament to um, the ability of this horse. I loved his trial. Apparently, Jay Max given it a glowing review uh, after his trial victory at, at Rose Hill the other day. King's Gambit could definitely bounce back. Will the heat today be an issue for King's Gambit? But the, the second to Red Resistance is certainly no shame. Those that watched the trials at Warwick Farm on Thursday would have seen Red Resistance scoot around in some of the fastest times you'll ever see in a barrier trial there. He was absolutely humming along. So he's proved that he's a serious horse. So King's Gambit chasing him to a length and a quarter. There's no shame in that whatsoever. Platinum Jubilee, I've got a tremendous amount of respect for. Her run in the Magic Millions was outstanding. Nothing really went right for her the entire race, and she still got up to run second behind Skirt the Law. She's given a good hit out of the trials leading up to this, so she'll be fully tuned. I've got a lot of respect for Mumbai Muse. She's going to be hitting the line really hard, but I suspect the 1,100 metres are too short for her to be a winning chance. And then I've got to work out where to put Madeira Sunrise uh, into the equation as well. And then Fire Lane, who actually beat Cylinder at Newcastle. I'm going with Cylinder because of the draw and, uh, and the rave review of James McDonald after the trial. But I, I'm, I love the race. Can't wait to call it. But I'm not betting in it. Too difficult. Okay, and I think you've just answered, Darren, the question there from Crackers there in Albury. Good day, Crackers. Uh, uh, th any knock on Mumbai Muse? I suppose not. Not really. She's I, in there with just the great trip. hope. Yeah, look, I, I thought she was a, she was a danger. Um, I take what Darren said about the trip, probably looking for a little bit further, but I think the key with her is she can settle a lot closer here. She just had to get a long way back the other day, and if you break down the, the widden that day in the Canterbury, the widden was running faster time, so I think she will run really well. Um, look, I'm left with him, King's Gambit. I don't know what to, to do with him. Obviously, I was, thought he was going to walk in first up, and Red Resistance was simply outstanding. In hindsight, did he get his rating on debut against a very average bunch? I think that's fair to, to say. Um, but he still ran the time. I think they'll be aggressive early. He's got to be winning today if he's a golden slipper chance. And I just don't know... When they start talking about heat getting to horses and things like that, like he didn't seem to parade that bad. I wonder if we're clutching his straws a little bit. Maybe he's not that good, but maybe it was the heat and got him. We'll find out today. So I've got to be honest, Brad. I uh, I watched that parade pretty closely that day as I was on Red Resistance, and I thought King's Gambit paraded a lot better than Red Resistance. Yeah. I was worried that he was the one starting to lose the plot. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? You do you do worry about that. Even even last week with Don Corleone, he said they didn't sweat at all, and they were saying maybe that was the reason. But maybe they're just you know, they just haven't been able to progress. I don't know. We'll find out today. I will say, Darren, and you tell me yet at a great view, but maturity-wise, Red Resistance is a big forward monster of a two-year-old where King's Gambit, nice horse, sort of crystal ball, six months is going to be even nicer. What about the trial of Red Resistance yesterday? Yeah. Was it yesterday or Thursday? Yeah, it was electric. It was uh, the the times have just... Mm. But Darren, I just look at the physicalities of horses, that's all. And, um, mm. So anyway, we'll... Yeah, look, I'm with him, King's Gambit. I think he can bounce back, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm on the fence with him now because I, I thought he was just a, a golden slipper top pick through and through and you know, he did SP at $1.28, so you've got to respect that too. But um, we guess, he gets his chance to bounce back and prove it today. The Behind the Gates multi is about to open hurls. Can you please let our listeners know? Uh, of the horses we've gone with today, don't look at me like that, and the dividend that the tab have generously 
offered us. Yes, I, I certainly can. Let's start with the Hainsies Hail Mary. Now, I spoke to the traders during the week. I said, I'll give him two horses to run top four, but they've got to be above $10. And you've gone with race seven, number seven, Raging Bull, and race 10, number five, Kiss Some. Both of them to run top four, $6. $6. So, uh, maximum bet of $25. Plus, we've got the Behind the Gates multi. We've got race three, number three, the Poacher for Darren. Race six, number one, Electric Girl for myself. Race eight, number three, Aft Cabin for Hainsey. And race 10, number six, Midwest. So, uh, that is just about to open. So, get in quick. You'll find it under sports and today's offers. Racing and racing offers on your tab app. Wooshka, it is open. Be quick. Hey, Darren, um, Brad mm-hmm. just... Brad just with that Hades Hail Mary. Brad just gave me the a look sure. that, a look that says stick to presenting, mate. <laughs> no, yeah, look, I hope it gets up, but there are just two that I didn't find today. So because I'm like, oh, it's a moral there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What is it? Twenty five dollars. Come on, Dicko. Six dollar um, dividend the, today. That's top that price. Four. No, that's locked in from last week. Top they four. Updated the price. No, no. Yeah. Oh, I thought, come on. I thought, I'm going with the poacher here at $18. I thought, this has got to bump the dividend up for sure. Yeah, well, so we've got as a place. We have got Africa. Hey, what's our dividend for the behind the gates, Maldi? $6. And what's mine's? $1.25. Oh, sorry. $6. No, I was talking about Africa. Yours is $6 as well. But there's only two. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, tell you what. Should know which, why I don't mind the one this week. I think the poacher run really well. I think electric girls are a lock for the four. I think half cabin, obviously, in Midwest, they both hopefully locks. And I think the poacher's a really good roughie in that race. So I like it. I think we're um, hopefully, fingers crossed, three from three. Morning, Russell. He just texts me, half cabin, top four, have a crack on your last day. Well, that's that's what that's what the, the Hainsey Hail Mary is all about. So thank you, Russell. I'll be very conservative, thank you, and uh, happy with half cabin. Darren has thrown to that in, uh, it's made at $6. Absolutely. But that's the thing, you've got to play it smart, right, because Darren's gone with a roughie, and, and I looked last today, and I'm like, well, there's no point in me going for another... You know, fifteen to one pop because you're only at nine. May as well. Like we've got one roughy there. Yeah, Let's anchor around that yeah, and then play three safer ones. And I think the it's o- a smart play. The idea is to land yeah, collect. It. Yeah. Uh, I if I can if I can survive this first leg, we should be sweet. Yeah. Oh, I I don't think I've taken Electric Girl. I don't actually think Electric Girl will win today. But do I think it'll run top four? Absolutely. Mm. So that's the name of the game. I think Duff's tipped uh, tipped her on top. Uh, Darren has to get to the races, <laughs> but I just want to. I would like to grab his thoughts on the Hobart Bill. Can we get a... You're not reading that text, Hells. You are not reading that text that came through. Yeah, I, a, a market, I, I please. I still need a paycheck each week. Um, Otherwise, I would. <laughs> race 8, the Hobartville. Darren has to jump on those beautiful Sydney toll roads shortly. Uh, but the Hobartville, please. There's a question coming in about one horse in particular. Okay, Aft Cabin, all the rage. One fifty to $1.60 today. Ossipenko, $7 no change. Zoo Tiger, seven fifty to 7 Pierre, $11. Communist. Oh, I thought that was a really good run last start. 19 to 17. Match Latte is a $21 chance. In from 23, they went up 41 with it. And then we go to Brosnan, $31 or better. Aft Cabin, obviously, clearly the uh, best backed runner. But do you forget about Ossipanko last start? 
in let, some ways. Well, let me get to the questions, Hills, because we will cover off on here. Morning, boys. Aft Cabin needs to be on his game. Pierre is a very good horse and trainer had this, this race in his sights uh, since last run. No trials must be going okay. $2.30 the place is value. And also, morning, gents. Kieran from Canberra. Do we think Pierre is well over the odds today? Can he cause a boil over? Speaking of odds, what are the, what are the chances Brad falls off the wagon today and gets on the beers with Richard? <laughs> Oh, Brad. Well, uh, said, hold that thought, Brad. Get on hold, the that, hold that <laughs> thought. Hold that thought because Darren <clears throat> needs to get to the races. Mm. What are you doing in the Hobart Bill, Darren? I, I'm not opposing half cabin. He, I think he's got the locals well and truly covered uh, from the first up assignment. Uh, I do believe Ossipenko will finish closer. I think Zoo Tiger may well finish closer. But I put the New Zealander in for second, uh, Pierre. Uh, out of respect, uh, that was a, a huge one in defeat. Uh, first up there, was badly held up for the most part of the straight. He profiles really well. I think he's certainly worth a small bet at the price, uh, Pierre. I'll be going one out after cabin, of course, in quaddies and the big six today. But I'll be having a little saver on Pierre because I think after cabin's got the others covered as far as this is concerned. And then it should be onwards and upwards towards the uh, the Round McGuinness on the March 4. So I'll hit the road. Um, I'm just going to, you know, Gary, down at Stable Talk? Yeah. After much persuasion, the beef rolls are back. Why were they even off the menu in the first place? Oh, they've been off for, for quite some time, but uh, the Mayor yeah. of Kensington gave it a try the other day and he gave it an eight and a half out of ten. I said, what does Gary need to do to get a ten? He goes, make the gravy hotter. <laughs> Is, is the mayor the uh, gentleman that was texting me for Gav's phone last Sunday? That was the said gentleman. Mm. <laughs> a, a, a beef roll with with gravy, it's oh, unbeatable. It's awfully hard to beat. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Darren. Safe, tra yeah. safe driving and good calling. We'll see you at the races soon. Cheers. Thanks, Darren guys. Good putting today. Good man, Darren Flindell. He's on his way to the races to call all the action there at Rose Hill Gardens. Um, the Hobart Phil Brad, what are you thinking? Yeah, look, I can't go past him. Ask Kevin. He was just too good, wasn't he, the other day? I know J-Mac off and uh, wide gate, but Timmy Clark will do a good job. He just needs to find a... I don't know what they do, whether they roll forward or they just try to find a bit of cover. But, look, he just travelled too sweetly and, and meets basically the, the same field, including, obviously, the New Zealander and a few other bits and bobs so uh, he's clearly the one I think Ozopenko's the improver he missed the jump the other day and got too far back and Zoo Tiger's there as well but um, yep clearly on top for me just on that the, the mention of tolls doesn't it just make you shudder I mean seriously how how annoying really are they? I mean, morning, tolls yeah. and paying for parking. Like, what do we pay taxes well, for? Well, you don't do either. You come straight down. You don't touch a toll from, when I from go your through place. Sydney, I and do. you get free yeah. parking here. But when I go through Sydney, I do. I went the other train. night. It cost me 30 bucks to go have dinner with friends. Like, fair income. It's just Catch a, a train. What do you I did for 10 for? months. I miss it. What do we pay taxes for? Like, I'm you, go, you go, beep, 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 beep. Oh, there's another 20 bucks gone. I'll get in the bus from Coogee to George Street now. Beautiful. Or the light rail. Mate, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, get oh, the light rail. No, I'm, but <laughs> mate, it's better than driving. Mm. Oh, I know. I well, driving. I think um, we live in it. We live in a great city in Sydney. We live in a dear city, oh. so you got to have what? to save a bit of coin everywhere you can. Where you can, so don't you? Like, I hate yeah. driving. I don't think the RTA likes driving. I don't mind driving. driving for a I just while there, hate the beep beep every time you, you <laughs> go to one road to another in Sydney. It's an absolute. Turn the joke. radio up or something. Fair income. Brad. We're, we're an international. I am stingy though. We're an international. <laughs> Very we're an international tight. city. Yeah, and we have to have international. Ha have to be up to speed with other, other cities in the world, and unfortunately, that means tolls are uh, a part of it. Um, where can I find 
an order of entry for the Golden Slipper. Uh, like to know where Summer Loving sits. So do I. Is it on oh, I like her. Is it on Riser or is it in... Thought, uh, I'll have a look. Oh, I can't get receptions. Sites like, uh, like your... Like your race nets could have it and uh, mm. and those kinds of places. We'll chase that up for you with a uh, an actual order of entry. Like the ATC, uh, their website can sometimes have a... Yes, they do uh, it, they do it yeah. a bit closer. They'll probably start doing it the next week or two, but, um, yeah, it's a bit tricky four weeks out. It, it seems to really take off the last couple of weeks. It does. Uh, let's go to race number nine, if we can... Hurls. This is a race, the Shandon Handicap, benchmark 100 at the 1,400 metres. Gee whiz, crosstalk, $2 now, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, went up $3 on Wednesday afternoon. Another horse, they were backing immediately. It's $2 this morning and remains at that quote. Uh, Roots comes out. This is an interesting run of Roots. Um, and 11 by 11, the deduction. Uh, yeah, crosstalk, $2 this morning, no change. We then go down to Lakeen. It's a $6.50 chance. Uh, Bullfinch, sorry, it's at $6. So it's second favourite, no change. $8 Cuban Royale. And then we go to Wellwell well at a $13 chance. Crosstalk, first up, expected to get the job done. $2 interest you, Brad? No, it doesn't. But, look, he, he just gets the soft lead, doesn't he? And that's the key. He's going to roll along. He's a bit of a wet tracker, though. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Um, he, he can get beaten at short prices, as we've seen in the past, on dry ground as well. So, look, he probably gets the soft lead. I understand the move there, but I, I struggle to get him under $3. So, um, for me, I've got to take him on. I thought Lakeen, if he could just park off the back there, can sprint really well fresh, dry track suits. So, uh, I think Cuban Royale's flying. I think Bullfinch sets up okay here back in, uh, well, up in grey, but down in Wade and Little Fresh in between runs. I, I thought there were a few options here, so I've got to be against him, the the, the favourite, conceding, though, that they're hard to ta- they are hard to take on those horses because he's just going to jog trot out in front and sprint home the last 400. It's quite a good race, isn't it? Like, yeah, some, it's a good little race. I just wish there was like... a bit more speed in it to take on the likes of Crosstalk, but um, I suppose that's what you get when you make your own luck up on speed. You're going to get races like this where you get a picnic in front. Can carriage run a cheeky race? Uh, yeah, not hopeless. Probably needs a little bit further, maybe, and into the prep, but um, I guess the speed map, again, a little bit of a query. Uh, have we done race three hills? I don't think we have. Uh, the ACY Securities benchmark 78, 1100 metres. We'll have, uh, we'll have Brad for another five minutes or so, so we might do another, another couple of races here. Race three hurls. What's our market saying here? Yeah, economics, another one. They were keen to get uh, involved on Wednesday afternoon. It's now a $2.90 chance. Uh, Away from it, we've got Insurrection at 350. Paracel's been uh, really well tried. Now, most of the money for economics went on prior to today. This morning, it's been about Paracel, then economics, and then insur- Insurrection, and also the Poacher. Uh, we've written some bets on the Poacher today. Darren will be hope- uh, be pleased to hear that. Uh, so, interesting betting race. Who are you tipping here, Brad? Um, tipping um, Insurrection. I thought he was hard to beat here. I thought his first up run was terrific as a gelding. Uh, he's beaten economics before. I love the fact that a fair bit of the speed came out of the race this morning, straight to the front, hopefully, and just keep on improving. He strength through the line the other day. I think his late sectionals were some of the best of the day, stronger than Paracel on the day, who got a softer lead. I know she's got 50 here, but I thought she was better suited when there was about seven litres and uh, she could just park off the back of them. But a few of them have come out. So insurrection, pretty keen. I think Paracel will run well. Economics has got to run well, but I think he's too short. Um, 
you know, he, he did win track and distance first up last prep, but a much weaker race, a little bit of a tricky draw. I think it's all about insurrection, pretty keen on his chances. Uh, a market hurls for race six. We haven't had to talk about the Millie Fox yet. I'm pretty sure Darren's tipping Pervitra here at $11, but where? what are we doing with Maria Mia at the moment? Yeah, it's into a dollar ninety. Look, I know she's flying, but, yeah, I don't necessarily think she's over the line here. Uh, it's into a dollar ninety, and I'm about to go and get very annoyed uh, my computer doesn't start playing ball uh, so luckily we can just switch to there. the tab app uh, I have frozen up we've got, uh, got the market here yep, for electric else. girls on the next line that's okay uh, electric girl is on the next line at seven dollars always here to help chance. you mate no matter thanks, what thanks mate thanks uh, Catalan then Roots uh, expat at eight dollars fifty now in terms of what's been happening this morning I can tell you that uh, yeah one ninety to at two dollars now one ninety again for Maria Mia Catalan seven fifty to eight fifty back to seven fifty eight dollars into seven fifty Electric Girl then we got Roots eight dollars uh, X Pack also at eight dollars and Pavitra eleven to twelve back to eleven dollars so you take out the fact that it's dollar ninety for Maria Mia it's a tough race as I said I've taken Electric Girl in the multi back on top of the ground I know she hasn't won for a while but uh, I think she'll run top four what price do you have Maria Mia dollar ninety yeah, I think so, but she's got to do it at 1300 But, I mean, the, the time she's been running and the, the, the sectionals and whatnot, she's extremely hard to beat, gets outside lead here, outside expat, and it's able to dictate to some degree from there and does look hard to beat. I thought there were two dangers. Uh, Electric Girl's one of them and Catalan's the other one. Catalan's your, your dry track, fresh, ready to go, best runs first up. She's the one ready to rumble. Electric Girl... Builds into the prep, but she's got a bit of class on her side as well. Roots, I'm against. I don't think she's quite at this level. And expat at $8.50 uh, probably needed uh, about 100 mil of rain, I would imagine. But I uh, have to leave her out there at that price. Done the Gosford form, Brad? I have done a bit, uh, yes. Our Kobe's done there. Our man yes, to close to tomorrow. Uh, you cannot say close to tomorrow. You can say moral. Race three, number Good three horse. there. Good horse. Race three, number three there. Is what? Which uh, one's that? Good money for. <laughs> Where's our Kobe's son? Gosford's a good mate today. A lot of shorties, though, but um, let's have a look. Yeah, our Kobe's son. The, the win was outstanding. Oh, Pico Rocks. Was it? Pico Rocks. Nah, it's one race I haven't done. I've done about four of the, oh. the eight there today, but... Um, no, our Kobe son, the time was simply sensational on debut. I think he would have gone very close in the midway last week and he finds a very winnable race. He's at a short price, but uh, not a bad one for Maltese today. How's that, how are the, the Maltese looking there? Hurls, um, any, uh, do pundas need to... Yeah, have they, have, they, have they left the Hangies Hail Mary alone and gone for the behind the gates multi? <laughs> no, no. Oh, well, the, the behind the gates multi has been more popular, I can't lie to you. Uh, you've <laughs> probably got a couple more minutes uh, left for the behind the gates multi as far as yours is concerned. Let's see how many tickets Zero we've interest. <laughs> no, nah, we've written... Oh, probably 500 tickets. Good there luck you to go. Good luck. There Good you luck. Go. Uh, the power of radio. We, uh, what do we, um, without, don't you go through the market here, Hurls, it's an open market, but um, a thought in the midway, it's about the only race we haven't covered off on here, Brad. Yeah, uh, I thought it was. Race two is your midway. Any, any firm view? 
No, definitely not. I thought it was eight, nine chances. I went with uh, Miracle Spin, but not with not with a great deal of confidence. I thought Kybosh improves. New Republic hits the line hard. True Crime's there. But you go right through. Cheerful Legend's a chance. Um, and there's, you know, Lavoie can run a race at odds. State of America. There's, there's, yeah, there's, you can make a case for most of those, to be honest. Very tough midway this week, I thought. Nature Strip today. Uh, yeah, he's a Vulnerable? fascinating runner. I don't know what to do. It's uh, either two dollars you're getting now. I know, and it's it's like if if he's just anywhere, if he's still going okay, it's mm. just two dollars is an absolute steal. But he, it's, it's that little query about him being disappointing towards the end of the spring, and he is getting on in years and and whatnot. And gate one is the worst gate you could have down the straight by a it, country mile. I think minus thirty seven percent profit on turnover gate one down the straight at twelve hundred oh, thousand. Sorry, so I've spoken to just about everyone I've spoken to about the racing this weekend. Everyone has pretty much said the same thing yeah. and on the same. So if the traders agree, you might even get better than two dollars. Oh, you might. They I mean, might take you really off. vulnerable. Yeah, I mean, if he gets to 230, 240, I think I've got to chime in because mm. it's just such a... Like, you look at his ratings in the last three years, he has oh, about 14 ratings that are just simply better than this lot of horses. Um, it's just a case of if he's... How he's going? Biggest threat? Kulungata or... Uh, Why not? Well, that's the thing. Marabi's first up off a, a long break, so I, I think she, you know, the best horse, second best horse, but that's the query. Um, I think Buana Snotch is a little bit overrated, personally. Um, oh, he's run second to Giga Kick, and then Giga Kick's gone five lengths better than Everest, and everyone's trying to draw those comparisons. I, I don't think it's Third quite there. Secret. Yeah, I just, yeah, but again, you know, like you look at that Coolmore, and there were three or four horses right in the market that just went too bad to be true. Beat Space for. Yeah, but spacewalk, nature strip. I mean, it's a bit yeah, of a, we're, we're talking yeah. different kettles mm. of fish here, but um, yeah, he's, he's a, he, not not the worst. But um, yeah, look, it's all about the strip. If he if he turns up and he's back, then uh, yeah, look out. He's the be, he's been the best horse in Australia comfortably for the last two years. I just text uh, Munz, Dave's text before PS wishing it was uh, it was Munzy leaving, and I said I said that to Glenn, and Glenn came back with at least he spelled my name right. Kudos for that. Um, oh, there's one here for you, Brad. I don't know how I missed this one. Davo could whinge for Australia. See you. Rich Cheers Newman. That's tough. Yeah, I could definitely whinge for Australia. I'm happy to do that. Job of <laughs> this morning. Where are they, how, do you, how do you qualify for, uh, well, for the Australian team? you just got to take a stand, don't you? <laughs> and I'm more than happy to do that. <laughs> well, I got caught a king dribbler last week. Oh, there's one here for the podcast for you, Brad, whenever this, whether that happens, it was, um, oh, what is it, to do with uh, working out how a track could be, oh, um, a leader's track leader's or a track backmarker's that, track and uh, that kind of... A couple of things. Good question. One is obviously conditions. So generally a lot of wet tracks play a little bit off the, the fence into the middle. Um, some, not all, some play fencing run as well. But it's more to do with rail placement. So a lot of the time, you know, the rail goes out, say the rail goes out six metres at Rose Hill, you just want to be on the fence. Um, ditto Ramwick, six metre rail. Rail true Ramwick, you want nothing to do with the fence. Um, you just want to be out wide. So it it's all depends on the rail placement a lot of the times. Yes, there is that thing of firm tracks that is harder to make ground as well because horses can only go so fast. So if you're on good tracks, harder to make ground. But generally speaking, rail true at most racetracks are very fair, but then you start moving that rail out and that's when it becomes a lot more either fencing run and taking that or, or leaderish. 
Very just took 7000 at a $1.22 on Nature Strip, the place. Oh. Mark says young legs can beat Nature Strip. Mm. Well, yeah, we know it's an interesting one, the place, because he either wins or he... He's disappointing, you know, so oh, no, it's, a, it's yeah, a tricky one, that yeah, one. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, four past 11, we have a debordly quiz to get through. Enjoy your day on Sky One, Brad, and we'll see you around the traps. Good on you, Hainsey. All Thanks, the best mate. for the next chapter, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, we'll keep the whinging going on your behalf <laughs> for many, many years to come. I'd like to be part of it and get you going and Thank just... You. and just. Fuel that feel, whinging feel, fire of yours. Feel free to uh, <laughs> to still text in, Rich. Yeah, we might have to. When someone's away, we might have to get uh, Richie's multi selection just yeah, to keep I'll, it keep I'll, involved. A bit of filling now and again to help you guys. Yeah, in, still part know. of the organisation. Absolutely, under the uh, the Tab Corp umbrella. Just uh, moving to a different part. Thank you, Hurls. Uh, thank you. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, I know mate. when I first. I'm, been with um, Tabcorp for about 10 years. I did about six years in my 20s, but uh, I've had a number of roles. And when we first, when I first came over to Sky, we had to nominate a, uh, a mentor. And Hainsey, I'll come straight to you. Uh, don't think we ever got round to talking about much. No, that's a joke. <laughs> but, um, mate, you've been, uh, you're very popular with listeners, and that's because you're the ultimate professional. You enjoy your work, and, uh, mate, Best of luck uh, with the new role. I'm sure you'll you'll excel. Thank you. It's kind of surreal living here. It's been mm. a, a big part of my life for a long time doing this presenting thing. But yeah, time time might just be right for a new new little challenge. So yeah, looking forward to there's it. Only Thank one you thing, guys. There's only one thing left as well, Ainsy. That uh, captain's armband. I think it's got to go to hills. Unfortunately, <laughs> by the sound of the text line, everyone wants Snack- hills. So yes. on we go. He's all right. Snackers wants me we'll to give it to take him. over. Get on we'll you. Give mate. it to him. Thank and you. And also, just quickly, uh, we've got Waza from Chipping Norton, starting with his Illawarra. Uh, type stuff. I'll refuse to call St George. Uh, St George, they're Illawarra. Uh, you are on notice, was I? I'm not going to put up with that for the remainder of the season. Jockeys challenges around the place yep. that uh, the punters might like to be involved with. Tim Clark was on uh, at about 20 to 8 and has a well, does he have six points with Maria Mia in half cabin? The, the market says he does. Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah, that's one way to look at it. Um, I'll just say that races one to six today at Rose Hill, Flemington and Eagle Farm. Your horse runs second or third. You get a bonus bet back up to $50. It applies for your first uh, win bet. Uh, using your tab account. Tim Clark is the favourite, $1.35. $9, Jason Collett. $10, Tyler Schiller. Uh, 15 any other jockey option. Karen McAvoy and uh, and also Zach Lloyd at 17 21 Nashville Willer and Brent Navdulla at $26. Thank you, mate. All right, very good. Behind the Gates will be on again next Saturday morning at around about 10 past 10, or uh, just depends when uh, they do get there. Luke Marlowe, I believe, will be taking over... Um, uh, from next Saturday, and he'll bring you the behind the gates modding and everything else in between. Short break here on uh, uh, Racing HQ Saturday, and we'll have Paul Ambrosoli. Your chance to win some wine shortly with the Debortley Quiz. This is Ray Thomas, and I'm Dean Ritchie. Listen every Sunday from seven for the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. We have the latest on league with Peter Peters and Phil Buzz Rothfield, and legends like the King Wally Lewis. Yeah, good morning. The great Steve Pearl Renoff. Hey, how are you guys? Legend Anthony Chock Mundine. Hey, good morning, boys. Andrew Eddyhausen. Andrew, good morning. G'day, guys. How are you doing? Pressure's massive in state of origin. I think you can obviously understand that, and you really do. You feel like the whole state on your shoulders. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend, Sunday morning on Sky. Sports Radio and Radio Tab. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. <laughs> 
fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at Rose Hill, Flemington and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift. Get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand. With a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more or visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au This slowdown song is to remind you that you're now entering a school zone and will need to slow down. safety message from the Australian Road Safety Foundation. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh yeah, looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see your local expert at Drummond Golf. It's Cheval Grand! Cheval Grand goes on and wins the Japan Cup! The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe, first time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Bigger battle, mini, mini, money, more, and flower, you're the chosen one. Introducing the striking Kia range, crafted with sleek and distinctive cues. The new Kia range is the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. This is Kia. Kia, movement that inspires. You're listening to Racing HQ with Richard Haynes on Sky Sports Radio. 10 past 11. Good to have you with us. It's quiz time, DeWaterly quiz time, and uh, that means Paul Ambrosoli is fired up to send a question your way to try and win some wine. G'day, Paul. Good morning, Tricky Dicky Haynes. How are you? I'm well. This is on this famous day. I will only say two things to you. Mm. Be safe and be healthy, mate, because uh, I know everything will go well for you because you're uh, you're too much of the professional for it not to be. So thank you very much for everything. Very kind. Even though I call you Mr. TV because you're always running late uh, <laughs> and you you, know, you don't take instructions to, you know, finish. You just keep going. And but today is no different. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Today is no different. Ten minutes, <laughs> ten minutes you've found. I just had uh, a bit of a trick here. But we do. This this is a good part of the morning uh, because it it sort of relieves us from the racing side of things briefly if we've been studying form and everything else. And now I'll start to waffle because everybody will say, geez, get to the question, get to the question. We're, we're going to the races. We need to get out of the place or something like that. Or you're driving along with all your friends listening to give you the answer to the question. All right, so that's the, that's the clue. All you've got to do is ring 13 53 53, my good listeners, 
and answer a very simple question. Be first through and you'll win a twin pack of the beautiful Windy Peak wine, the most inexpensive, good quality wine on the market. Uh, do not know how they make the Shiraz or how they, for, for what it is. And look, and, the, and as I've said before, the Pinot Grigio has always been my favourite. And it's just, well, it's like if you can buy big wines and, you know, big finishes and, and all and you can sit on a glass for three hours sort of thing. But this is just a medium-bodied range, medium-bodied and instantaneously drinkable. And it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. So that's the story about Windy Peak, OK? You win the twin pack. We get to this morning's question. I am racing today at Rose Hill. Now, what is my name? And I think everybody in the world remembers this. Let's go to the clue. Here's the clue. What's my name? 135353 is the phone number. Here's the clue I'm racing today. Shane Warne. Off only two or three paces, he bowls, and Gatting is taking on the pace. Bowls! Well, Gatting's still standing there. He can't believe it, but that must have turned a very long way. We haven't got a view of this, but it took his off stump. Gatting can't believe it. That is Shane Warne's first delivery in a test match in England. <laughs> it was it's so extraordinary. I, I think there's been two balls I've seen that Warn of uh, Warn's bowl, bowl through his career, but was simply unbelievable. That was one of them. And the funniest part was the commentary by Richie Benno in that. Uh, it, it had been going for about a minute and a half or something like that, and Richie Benno says, and Gatting still can't believe he's been bowled. And he, he couldn't. He just he was walking off, he was shaking his head, and the whole, uh, the whole thing was rather comedic, although very serious, and it just proved, you know, what a genius he was. Uh, Shane Warne, and I think you'll be able to get the, uh, the get the, give the clue to the name of the horse. He's racing today at uh, at Rose Hill. I'm trying to think of his breed. Uh, it's just gone out of my head at the moment. I can't I can't think of what his breed was. There was one part one part of his breeding that uh, that was very applicable to his, the whole his, thing. His dam is Field of Miracles. Field of Miracles. Hey, that was right. It was, it was you know like it was just a case of. Uh, complimenting, you know, through the breeding, complimenting what what uh, what transpired, and you've also given the clue, haven't you? You can't well, help we, yourself. Your well, last I, day. I, I gave the clue, but we also had a winner before that. Oh, did we? Mm. Good, good lad. You, you are. Well, that's that's okay. You, you're you're uh, forgiven. So, who was the winner? She's been listening for a long time, and good on her, Michelle from Dubbo. Michelle from Dubbo. Good on you, Michelle. Like. I've got to tell you, my, my producer, he said, that's the best ever, that one. He said, that's the best ever. <laughs> you think so? I said, oh, yes. So he, he knew something about cricket, which is, you know, which is not always, he's not a sporting character as such, he's more music. And uh, he said, oh, that's, that's terrific. Michelle from Dubbo, good on you, Michelle. We always like to see our winners out in the country uh, collect. So you've done well, Michelle. The answer, of course, is... Miracle Spin. Racing today at Rose Hill, Miracle Spin. So as you were driving along and saying, I've got the faintest idea what that could be. Something to do with cricket. Well, yes, I suppose it was a little bit cryptic, but Miracle Spin was the name of the horse that's racing today uh, that you were supposed to select if you were going to win. You'll have some beautiful selection of Windy Peak wine coming to you, Michelle. Thank you very much for competing this morning and thank you to everybody else who uh, phoned in to win this morning. Okay, mate.
this is it. I've got to say goodbye to you for the final time on air. So, uh, yeah, so all are very... I don't know, how long have you been with us? Eight and a bit years. Really? Sky Racing and probably a, probably a similar time at TVN before that. Really? Like, yeah. Kim and I've had to put up with you for eight and a half years. Yeah, it's time's flying, hasn't it? <laughs> Gee, we're just saying, yeah, time's flying when you have a good time. I no, but I have it. Yeah, I know. Well, I know it will all go. We've all we've all given you our best wishes for it, and it's all been very serious and very truthful with it. And uh, you will. We'll see you on the roundabout somewhere. I'm led sure. to believe. For sure. uh, I've, I don't know what you're doing. I've been given hints of what you're doing and what you're not doing, <clears throat> and a couple of things. Uh, that they've said that you're going to be doing. Well, I've been there and done that myself, and I have no doubt whatsoever that you will succeed in uh, in some of your aspirations there. So Thank all you. the very best. Very kind. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay, good morning to you. Good morning, everybody, my faithful listeners. And join us next week at around 11 o'clock and not 10 past. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell Luke to get there on time. I'll make sure he hey, gets Luke, there. I'll tell Luke I'll let his tyres down if he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Thank you very much, Richard. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. And good on you, Michelle, who's won the wine there at Dubbo this morning. Uh, the New Haven Park NRRA Country Championships is at Coffs Harbour this afternoon. Last five set weights. It is race eight on the day. Gary Cleese done the form for the big race and he joins us uh, to give us his thoughts. Best and quality for coughs. G'day, Gaz. G'day, Richard. Yeah, absolutely glorious day here today. There is not a cloud in the sky. Timmy Saladin and his committee have got everything set up. They've got a big lawn party and everything. So uh, you could not get a better day and you could not get a better feel for the, uh, for the New Haven Park Country Championships. How do you assess the main race? Race eight at a quarter to six today. Yeah, oh, look, I'm six one five two. I've got to stick with him, Listomania, and the simple reason why um, he he had so much growing up to do. He, he had a lot to learn. We saw him at the Grafton Carnival and the Guineas. He was beaten one point six over a mile, but he's just he's a changed horse. His preparation. He backed it up with a good run first up at Doomben. He backed it up with that really good run at, run at Port. He dropped three and a half kilos. He's got an inside gate and he's got his home track advantage. There is a lot to like about him. I've got Field Regiment. I'm not going to leave him out. Look, he had excuses at Dooman last start and he's since gone back and trialled up absolutely enormous at Lismore. He's a pretty smart horse when he's right field uh, regiment. He's won four out of 14. I can't leave her out, Bon Cassie. She's coming off that, uh, that Queen of the North win. Uh, she's another mare that's gone back and trialled. She ticks all the boxes here. Well, she's never been out of the money on a home track. Four starts, two wins, two placings. And I'd have probably had him on top cap, Sally. He is a forget running the Magic Millions Cup. That was the day on the Saturday when they called uh, all those races off. Uh, he's trialled up nice, but I just really don't know where he gets from that outside gate. He will want an outside luck. But I'm with Liz Tamania, uh, 6 one, five, and 2 for me in the big one, Rich. Uh, away from the country championships, is there another another horse you like on the program? Yeah, look, I like two horses today. I like race two, number four, jump and power two. Uh, we saw him win first up here. He went back to Gunnedah and just got beat. He blew him away at Gilgandra at his next run. He got a lovely alley here today. That's three gates on the Kayla Weir to just put him. He doesn't have to lead. He can just pop off the uh, backs. And uh, Katichi, the race five, number 10, Chris Lees' runner, uh, former Victorian mayor. She'd had seven starts in Victoria, place two. 
She's had two lovely trials for him. Her last trial was really good at Musselbrook. Wasn't out of second gear, and she was placed two out of seven in Victoria. I think she looks ready to go. So race four, number two, race five, number ten. And if there's a value of the day, I don't know what price, uh, Richard, you might be able to give me a better guide. Race seven, number 16, Jacinda Bell, the local hope here. Uh, Forget her runner craft, and we got heavy rain during the day. That track fell apart. And she's double figure odds. I would not be leaving her alone each way all day for uh, race seven, number 16, Jacinda Bell. $15 chance with the tab, a $15 chance is Jacinda Bell. Any any quaddy numbers there handy at all, Gaz? Yeah, quaddy numbers are 10, 1 and 6, first leg. Second leg, 8, 9, 1. Uh, third leg, 16, 11, 3. And the four numbers in the big one here, uh, 6, 1, 5, 2. So three in the first three legs and uh, go wide in that big one, Rich. Okay. Well, uh, I'd, I'd imagine this has been covered on, well, certainly Sky 1 and Sky Thoroughbred Central today, those I want to watch. Sky Thoroughbred Central right through the day. Beautiful. Priscilla, you're joining me too. And on behalf of Priscilla and I, all the best for your new job with Tab, mate. You've done Thank a fantastic you. job. And your radio work, love it. Every Saturday morning, listen to it and love what you do. Very kind, very kind. Enjoy a great day at Coffs, guys. Right on, mate. See you. Gary Cleesey, uh, Priscilla Looker. Yeah, it's a, it's a tremendous meeting at Coffs Harbour today. Now, we're about to um, hear from Tim, uh, Tim Owens from the tab. Before we do, I'll just I'll just knock over some changes of tactics for Rose Hill Gardens. Race two, number nine, Lavoie, to be ridden conservatively. Race four, number five, Fire Lane, to be ridden with cover. Race five, number 10, Starbaretta, to settle further forward. Race eight, number four, Osipenko, to settle further forward. Go back to race four, Platinum Jubilee, to settle further forward with the option to lead. Race seven, number four, Youth Spirit, to settle further forward with the option to lead. And race 10, number 10, Quick Tempo, to be ridden conservatively. And he does have a big finish on his day, that horse. Short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. Trading places with Tim Owens shortly. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Dodds on races 1 to 6 at Rose Hill, Flemington and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1 800 858 858. You just can't beat the racing action in the top end. With 38 meetings a year, the action never stops. And for the very best show on sand, Darwin Racing is tops in the top end. Territory Racing, be part of it. West is best. Don't miss the next superstar to emerge from Western Australia at the Perth Yearling Sale at the -the state-of-the-art Magic Million Swan Valley Complex on February 23 and 24. Recent graduates of the sale include Group 1 winners Portland Sky and She's a Belter, plus crack Hong Kong sprinter Sight Success. The 2023 catalogue features 327 outstanding lots by 79 individual sires, from local champions to Australia's best. For more information and to view the catalogue, visit magicmillions.com.au. 
Now is the time to get into Totally Workwear Bridalmere for all your summer workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka and Steel Blue with a huge range of shirts, shorts, boots and high-vis. Plus, check out our lightweight workwear to keep you cool this summer. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Bridalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop summer workwear shop. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. <laughs> Bet fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at Rose Hill, Flemington and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Don't miss the 2023 Wellington Boot Carnival featuring two sensational days of racing. Friday, March 24, it's the gruelling Iron Horse. Then Sunday, March 26, the best country horses battle it out in the Wellington Cup for a place in the big dance. Plus all the colour and excitement of the $200,000 Wellington Boot. With plenty of food to go options, Plus, fashions on the field. Tickets at 123 Ticks or at the gate. Visit wellingtonraceclub.com. Wellington Boot, the place to be. And here is a champion. Cracksman wins the champion in fantastic style. The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. The Racing League is delivering on their promise of more runners, more winners and more thrills. Amazingly, TRL has had three Metro runners on Saturday for three winners, taking their tally to 25 wins and an incredible strike rate of 25%. Now you can join the party and it's TRL Shout. Until the close of business Monday, TRL is removing their $260 joining fee for 25 people. Own your share of a seven-horse racing team for just $20 a month. Own, win, and get all the inside info from trainers with no joining fee. Simply go to trl.net to join the winning team now. That's trl.net. Conditions do apply. TRL AFSL license number 223671. It's now time for Trading Places. On Racing HQ, Trading Places with Tab Trader Tim Owen. Good morning, Tim. Three Group 2s and a listed race at Rose Hill Gardens. Are you fired up for it? Yes, certainly am, Richard. Cracking days racing and punters haven't been afraid to get involved either, which is good to see. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Okay, we start on a good four and uh, let's see how long we do stay in the good four range. But let's dive into the tab uh, tab highway to start the day here, Tim. Uh, Super Extreme, uh, 460 favourite. Number 12, Atmospheric Rock 480. 15, Syrian Star, $7. Number 3, Sizzle Manizzle, an $8.50 chance. Duff's tipping preemptory and those kinds of horses. Any firm opinion on the highway here, Tim? Not too firm of a one, to be honest, Richard, but uh, I, we do think the super extreme will get out a little from that $4.60. It's always tough for horses to win two highways in a row, and he goes up in weight here, and is also his only previous Rose Hill run was a failure. So for that reason, we're thinking four is a little skinny, and he might get out a bit. The horse we're actually looking to keep safe is his stable mate, Indicative. 
uh, wasn't far off Super Extreme at his last run and is better off at the weights for that run also. Has, fought, has drawn well here in uh, Gate 4 for Brett Preble, who's going well at the moment. He'll likely look to give him an aggressive ride. The gap between runs is some query, but he shouldn't be double the price of Super Extreme here, we don't think. Atmospheric Rock has been well back throughout the week. Dried up a little this morning, but holding firm at that $4.80 for now anyway. Race two, an open midway, benchmark 72, 1,500 metres. Number two, True Crime, 480. One Cheer for Legend, $5. Eight Miracle Spin, $7. Kibosh, number three, a $7.50 chance. New Republic, Brad Gray, uh, his value better of the day at $10 than Cuban Gran Chico. Again, any firm thought on the midway? $5 the field here. Yeah, it is now, Richard. We've been pushing out this favourite true crime this morning. Although he comes out of a stronger benchmark race, that race didn't really rate particularly well and appeared to have every chance there. Also a query out to the 1,500 metres, so it's no surprise to see him drift from $4 out to 480 this morning and he could well not be favourite by the time they jump. The one we're keeping safe here is Miracle Spin, a good winner at his first start over this shorter trip, and while probably better over further, the trials have indicated he, he can sprint well fresh here. Has been well back this morning, and we expect this to continue. May get back a bit from the gate, but you'd think from Barrier 4, Gibbons may look to be a bit more positive. There is one of note down the bottom here. Whiskey Wisdom has been uh, $26 into, I think now $17, on the back of some good each-way support. Comes out of a maiden, but there's money to suggest he has uh, some upside there. Race three is a benchmark 78, 1,100 metres. Number six, Economics is back here, $2.90 favourite. Number 11, Insurrection up and going, $3.50. Likewise, Paracel at four sixty. Hypothetical, a $10 chance here. But Economics, your favourite for race three. Yes, and we are happy to take him on a little. Has been a touch easy this morning from that 260 out to 290 economics. Um, was well back during the week, but that really has dried up. While he looks at a class runner on paper, not sure of the depth of the race, that listed race he won at Rose Hill last prep, and faces the field of progressive, mostly older horses today. Should hold favouritism, but I think punters will get $3, possibly a couple rolls better than that later on today. As a result, we're happy to keep safe Insurrection, who has been one of the better backed runners on the card today. He stripped us out landing a plunge impressively at Canterbury last start, so we'll be trying to avoid that happening again today. No doubt Preble will look to be aggressive again on this one, and if he runs up to the figure he ran last start, uh, he'll be mighty hard to run down. This market for the silver slip is a bit different to uh, about an hour ago. Two-year-olds, group two, 1,100 metres. King's Gambit was $2.15. He's now two forty. Cylinder, $4.00. Eight Platinum Jubilee, four sixty. dollars Muse, $8.50. King's Gambit, a $2.40 favourite for the two-year-olds here, the silver slipper. Yes, and he has been well back throughout the week. As you said, has just eased out slightly this morning. I think that $2.15 was definitely a rock-bottom price, and he's still probably short enough now at the $2.40. Probably some excuses behind the all-the-way winner last start, but ultimately he had his chance there, and we feel he'll need to return to something like his debut win if he's to saw it here. At that sort of a price off a failure, I feel we have to take him on. Um, I think he'll start closer to $3 than $2, which I, I wrote that down when we uh, he was $2.15, but it's definitely looking like that's the case now, Richard. Um, 
with that, we're happy to keep Platinum Jubilee safe. Good win and unlucky second in the Magic Millions, the winner of which, Skirt Law, is the second favourite for the Golden Slipper. Further, I think Clark will settle her for the further forward today in the small field, as we have seen her done do at her second start, which could give her a math advantage of the favourite here. I think 460 is a good price, and that may not last all morning. Open market for race five, benchmark 78, 1400 metres. Number one, Super Pursuit, 480. Three, Walinga Rufio, 550. Number 12, Coca, race $6. Taj Need, 650. Star Beretta, 950. How do we sort out race five with the market here, Tim? Yes, tough one to sort out, Richard. Um, Super Pursuit, best backed runner, was, you know, double figure odds earlier in the week. It's now a 480 favourite. I think that's getting a bit short. Uh, certainly capable horse, uh, can has run well, run home well at its past couple, but likely to get back again today and rises in weight despite dropping in class. So I think while the double figures was probably uh, a big price, at the 480, I'm not sure he'll get any shorter and I think he'll sort of get out towards probably the $6, $6.50 mark at the jump. If there's a horse we're looking to keep safe in this race, it's probably Star Beretta. Can possibly uh, sit a bit closer from the gate this time around. And if so, we know she has a very sharp turn of foot. Could represent some value at that $9.50 mark. Race six, the Millie Fox. Group two, the Mares, 1,300 metres, $1.85. Number two, Maria Mia. Six Roots, 650. Electric Girl, an $8 chance. So is number seven, Catalan, $1.85. Maria Mia, tab number two. Yes, and certainly hard to beat, Richard, but have to think she's under the odds now at that $1.85. So we'll be happy to take her on at that price. Steps out to the 1,300 metres today, which she should handle, but nevertheless has to be some query. And not convinced she's going to get things all her own way today as she sort of has at her past couple of starts. Drawn widest here with a bit of speed on her inside with the likes of Expat and Electric Girl. So I think punters might get even money, maybe even a roll or two better about her late in betting. With that, we're happy to keep Electric Girl safe here. We know she's a classy mare and she was consistent all through last preparation. Hasn't tried for this, but you have to trust the Hawks camp, we think, to have her ready to go here first up. From the gate, can possibly lead or sit just behind them from where she will be poised to pounce at the top of the straight. Um, and just with that, Richard, that's, there are a few speedsters here, so I'm not completely ruling out the lights of Roots and Catalan, which have been big drifters throughout the week, but if those at the front overdo it, uh, we know that those mares will be absolutely storming home. Race number seven, the Parramatta Cup. Uh, listed race, 1,900 metres. King Frankel, 230 favourite. Banju, 480. Bonnie Ezra, $9. Mohegan Heights, $9. And double figures for the remainder for race seven. Yes, he's been off the map this morning, King Frankel, but we're thinking now he's surely into his bottom at, at $2.30. It did improve last prep, but his peak win in the Beaufort got things all his own way and had the benefit of Imprentice claim there. Was also hard fit by that stage, and as opposed to being first up today. And while he was a winner first up over a similar trip uh, at his first Australian campaign, that was a Newcastle Class 1 as opposed to a listed race. So against this class of opposition, we have to take him on at that $2.30. I think punters will get uh, well above $2.50 about him late in the day. An even bunch around him, but if there's one we're looking to keep safe here, has firmed up a little this morning, it would be Mohican Heights. A dynamic winner up and trip last 
in Brisbane last start and was going around a lot shorter than the $9 he is today in similar races last preparation. So he can sit not far off them today and from the good gate and with the lightweight, he'll be hard to hold out here. Race 8 is the Hobartville Stakes. Aft Cabin, tab number 3, $1.60. Ossipenko, $7. Zoo Tiger at $7. Keen to see how this Kiwi Pier looks in the yard at $10. But Godolphin's Aft Cabin, $1.60. Yes, and while we did get burnt making Aft Cabin our way of the day last night, Richard, at the shorts today, we're happy to do the same again and take him on. While he's clearly a class act and the one to beat today, there's a few factors here that suggest won't be quite as easy as last start. Was given every possible there from the 1-1 by J-Mac, but from the wide gate today, could end up working a little to find a slot in speed or otherwise end up getting caught back and wide. Also need to take his form from Ramwick to Rose Hill. So at that $1.60, I think there's enough reasons for us to oppose him. I think he's more like a $1.80 chance, which punters could well get later today. With that, we're happy to keep Zoo Tiger safe. Didn't have the best of runs behind our cabin in that Eskimo Prince and maps to possibly sit in front of him today. I think there's a bit too much of a gap between them and the market, especially given the SP's last start. While we're also giving communists a hope out of the same race, could be the blowout running on at uh, $17. Race nine, the Shandon Handicap, benchmark 100, 1400 metres. A little while ago, cross talk was $2, now $1.85 here, Tim. Yes, very well backed, Richard. And this is one that we're not particularly looking to take on, to be honest. Probably short enough now at the $1.85, but we know he's unbeaten first up and his trials have been very sharp. From gate two, expect him to find the front, and from there you'd think his class should get him home. We will have to see how this track handles late in the day. As we've seen, a few of these on-pace horses have been very well back this morning. So if they are running on, we could see a few of these start to drift late in the day and Crosstalk could be one of those. No significant money for anything around him. Bullfinch, a big drifter throughout the week. and But there is one we're keeping an eye on, which is well, well. He was well backed in the Golden Eagle in his first Australian run this tour, so you know there must be uh, something there. And there has been some specking for him throughout the week, so keeping a close eye on him. Okay, 10th and last we go to now, and we finish off with a good benchmark 94 at the 1,100 metres, number six Midwest, a 230 favourite. Yes, and certainly uh, I think into rock bottom price at the $2.30, Richard, we, the $4 we bet earlier in the week was probably a bit generous, but looking definitely too short now. We should get a read on that form through Maria Mia, who, of course, Midwest ran second to last start earlier in the day, but felt he had his chance there. And prior to that, he was beaten at both Morfittville and Cranbourne at his two previous starts. No guarantee of an easy lead today either. So at that $2.30, we'll be happy to take him on. And I think punters will get sort of uh, above that 250 possibly towards $3 late in the day. The one we're happy to keep safe here, has been a little drifted this morning, but we're not letting him get out too far, is uh, Cote. Uh, first up, this horse led them up and probably just lacked fitness in what was a decent race. Think second up, down with the 52 kilos, uh, likely to lead them up here and certainly be hard to run down late. Aft cabin. Lay of the day is what I'm hearing here, Tim. Yes, it is, Richard. Aft cabin. So, as I said, punters burnt us on him last start and uh, I'm in a bit of a rut with the lays. I think the last three have won, Richard, so we need to get one beat and 
uh, we're pegging our hopes in tab office at AF Cabin today, okay. getting him beat. Good on you, Tim. Good luck today, and uh, we'll catch up soon, no doubt. No worries, Richard, and uh, I'd just like to thank you for all your service on Sky Sports Radio and having us from the tab here to give our previews every week. It's much appreciated and uh, helps get the punters involved, which is always good to see. Anytime. That's the idea. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, Richard. Cheers. Tim Owens there with uh, the way the tab thinks this meeting at Rose Hill Gardens will go from a bit of a betting perspective. Hopefully, yeah, give you an idea as to uh, what they might do if you like one, maybe just Wait for a little bit or, or dive in now uh, as far as Rosehill Gardens goes today. We are racing at Morfordville in South Australia. They're racing on the park circuit today. That means Peter Ellis is here for a chat and his thoughts on all nine races. G'day, Pete. Hello, Richard. How are you? Not bad. What do you make of the meeting? Yeah, it's a, uh, when you're looking at uh, what's happening in Melbourne and Sydney, it's probably uh, one of the lower standard meetings, uh, particularly with the Adelaide Cup, uh, uh, what, what's it, 13th of March or something or other. So, uh, yeah, it's a reasonably quiet meeting. The last three races are tough, so it could be a good quality, but we've spent the same amount of time we normally spend and hopefully find a few winners. Let's go to race one. Uh, three-year-olds benchmark 66, 1,300 metres. Number three, Dunmargulis, a $2.30 favourite, going for three wins in a row. Number six, pressed down. 370, then Club Punter a $6.50 chance. Mons Eagle, $8 for the first. Yeah, I'm with the favourites. Only had the three starts. Let him just go the inside away to the winner. Went second on debut, and it's won his last two, as you mentioned. Won him in fine style, so I'm happy to go with it. I got pressed down the danger. It was solid effort there, Rehob, behind Club Punter, and that was first up. So it's fitter for that run, and does have a weight advantage. Uh, Christian Carnival uh, was green on debut. wasn't disgraced as Strathalbyn went third, then went to the parks last start, raced more tractably and won easily. And Club Punter uh, did uh, did win off that short break last time at the bridge. We did have all the papers, but tough race to start, three, six, four, and two. Race two, benchmark 68, 2,250 metres. Not much in the betting here between number six, Dixie Whistler, 360, and number one, that's incredible, uh, $3.70. For the staying types in race two. Yeah, that's incredible. It comes through in a stronger Victorian form, uh, was a winner, sat out the back and then took off early and got the money there, beating the favourite hard squeeze at Sandown. And then last out of the hillside, the better race. Probably just peaked on us, run over the 24. So back to this trip suits. This Dixie Whistler, she's a very honest mare. She does reruns off a break. She led and fought on well behind Kai, uh, Kai, Kai Shaka last time. So that should top her off for this. Grinzinger Alley hasn't won in a couple of years. Had three starts for the new stable. And hit the line strongly behind Kai Shaka in the race. Dixie Whistler was second in. And Will Prince down in grade, so has some chance. But did like the Victorian, the one to beat six, two and five. Race three, two-year-olds, 1,000 metres. And number 10, Acapella Moon, is a $4.80 favourite here. First start is number two, Dodd, 6.50. And Rashane, number five, 6.50. Harleen, $6.50. The yard, pretty important with these babies, Pete. Yeah, it's interesting. The two first starters both won uh, barrier trials. And with uh, Acapella Moon, one of Clayton Douglas's debuted in the Maribyrnong trial. So that was a really strong race, as you imagine. wasn't the disgrace set out the back, but did pick up late ground and then got beaten three and a half lengths. So they've obviously elected to, uh, to go to a softer option for us. I've got her on top. I've got Harleen the Danger. So the two runs in Adelaide for an impressive debut win there at the bridge and then went to Fleming and were just our class on Oaks Day. And last time was second behind the highly regarded stable mate um, Chinko last time. So that'll be a good recommendation. Then you've got Dodd, one of the, 
a barrier trial, a two-year-old by Lonro at the bridge. Another one I won a trial at the bridge, a, uh, a two-year-old by Russian Revolution. So interesting race. So I'm 10, 9, 2 and 5. Race 4, uh, we have a benchmark 86, 1,400 metres. Saskatoon, a 2.70 favourite. Yeah, pretty keen on Royal Mile. Uh, um, nothing sort of went right for him last prep. He's very good first up in the Durbridge show, so I'm sure to run second behind Shimino. See you on heaven was second over the line. That is one of the favourites of Fleming today. I'd imagine he's heading towards the CSAs on Adelaide Cup Day. He was uh, second in that race last year. I thought he was one of the bits of the day. Saskatoon obviously can't knock his form. Three wins of his past four. Only miss was over the mile there at the bridge. Sandy Prince uh, come through some stronger races in Victoria. One behind Jungle Jim, who goes around the Fleming the chance. And last start at, uh, at Sandown when just got into a bit of traffic. Did win a Sandown four runs ago. One more Jack's back in form and may take catching, but was very keen on the two to beat five, six and one. Race five, benchmark 86,000 metres, number eight, silver on red. Pretty dominant 260 favourite. Yeah, it's a tricky race. I know it looks uh, obvious, I suppose, with the market, but I'm with fighting McLaren. Um, two, a couple of runs off a break. Um, behind... Um, Silver on red the other day. Um, battle on, uh, battle on well, and does have a big weight advantage here. So I'm happy to go with him. I've got a Larimer Street to drain to classy sprinter back in form with that good win beating the favourite Boss Lady Rocks. Silver on red, of course, hard to beat the five. Um, last uh, winner. He's a backmarker, so things just need to fall his way. And Kimman comes through that same race. He was second of silver on red with Fighting McLaren third, but uh, much tougher race than the market would suggest. I'm um, seven, two, eight, nine. Race six, first leg of the quaddy, benchmark 68, 12.50 metres. Number five, Chicago Storm is the 2.10 favourite. Yeah, looks the winner. Uh, finished top two, six of eight. So the one run back from a break, he was wide, charged home, just got beaten by Bassetto. was franked that form, so he'd be fitter for that. Tony Tradition, uh, certainly she's back to her best. Inside gate's a worry, because she'll get back. Um, Balconda King, hit form last prep, winning a, uh, a couple of races on end. One of Morphe, one on the park circuit. And uh, Turfitt's uh, first up is pretty consistent, so it'll run well, but... Looks the winner of the five, five, six, four, and nine. Race seven, benchmark 64, 1550 metres. Number five, Caliburn, is a 260 favourite. Yeah, the race will get tough here. I'm with the favourite. I, I don't want to take 260. He's in 12 months off. He was first up there at Strathalbyn, just that second, took the lead on the turn, dashed away for a very impressive win, and they were coming wide and winning that day, so it made it even a little bit better. Uh, could, uh, what's it? Uh, Kutaya, um, fit up for that one run from a break. That was in a Kelly Burns race. Second up last prep was placed at the bridge. Trumpster is another one, only had the one run from a break. Just pounded 12.52 sharp at the parks. In the money, seven of eight before a break. So you can imagine uh, you're finishing the placing there. Someone get out of the way. It was a good winner caller two runs ago and just got cluttered up on the fence last start. I'm happy to overlook that. Five, two, one, three. Race eight we go to is a benchmark 60,000 metres. Number one, Mr. Havichat, $4.40 favourite. Uh, Little Rich Boy is there at $5. So is number six, My Ruby, $7. About all clubs and Lamarie for race eight. Yeah, ex-Victorian uh, goes very quick. Two runs ago in the parks here, worked very hard, just got nailed on the line. Well, the last little bit behind Rodeo, and then all for short break, led them up in a benchmark 86, only got collared the last 100, went through the Larimer Street. So drops back to a 60 here, barrier one. That'll certainly offset the weight rise. Little Rich Boys going really well for the new stable. Uh, last uh, winner at the bridge, all clubs. 
got solid form with the Revincials winning us three of us past four. And the Trans Factor at 20-odd to one, uh, it'll be getting back and running on. So I'll be including that at odds, one, three, two and four. Ninth and last, benchmark 60, 1,400 metres, where number five, Storm Hunter, is a $5 favourite. Open market number eight starts with Hello 550, toast the deal $7.50 in race nine. Yeah, you'd expect to get at least five to one the field. I'm a toaster deals. Had two runs in SA. He's only had three starts overall. Was all right at Oak Bank from the back. Worked home nicely and went second. Then went to Strath again. Was wide and just missed there. Uh, it's only a maiden, but I think she can certainly step up. Starts with Hello. Was in the slow lane and resuming off a break there behind Bassetto. So certainly better for that. Storm Hunter, the favourites. One, two or five. Uh, last, I just probably peaked on us run over the 15, I think, back to 14 suits. And Tongsai Boss uh, can mix his form, but a big chance on that second year-long patrol. I was 14, 8, 7 and 2. What's your best, Pete? I thought there were two good things, actually, Richard. I thought Chicago Storm, which was uh, race 6, number 5, and Royal Mile, race 4, number 2. Good man. Good luck today. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. All the best. Good on you. Peter Ellis, uh, his tips and selections there for Adelaide Racing. At about 30 minutes to midday, not too far away from uh, getting our racing commitments going around the place today. And that brings Racing HQ to a close for this Saturday morning. My last show, it's been a great pleasure bringing you this show over the last, well, probably two and a half, uh, a bit more years since... Um, uh, since I've taken on the role. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, just a general thank you to all of those trainers and, and jockeys and all of the participants who have come on and given up their time on a, on a busy Saturday morning to talk to us and hopefully you'll continue to do it into the future. Luke Marlowe will be uh, uh, taking over um, certainly from next week and uh, we'll uh, wish uh, Luke all the best of luck uh, in this role. Of course, he has race calling duties as well, but he'll do a, a great job in this chair as always. Some very kind messages just coming through this morning as well. I thank you for it. That's Racing HQ Saturday. Hope you find a stack of winners today and have a great weekend. I'll see you at the races. See you soon. G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Garlow's Pies. People often ask me, how did a footballer go from sticking his head into a scrum to making pies? Well, it goes back to when we were just so sick of getting pies that all it was was pastry and no meat. So I teamed up with my brother Nathan and we created a pie which is deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin and filling which is just bursting with flavour. You can find us in Coles and Woolworths but only in the chilled meals section. If you can't see us, grab the manager and say, where are the Garlow's Pies? Because at Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. Tab has Greyhound offers on Tab. Bet fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at the Meadows this Saturday night for the Australian Cup heats. And if your dog wins, get paid out. Plus your stake back as a bonus bet up to $25. That's winnings paid plus your stake back on races 1 to 6 at the Meadows this Saturday night. For racing offers on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers help 1-800-858-858. Today's Racing, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help, 1-800-858-858. Good morning, Simon Harrison in the chair at 12, uh, well, 10 minutes to 12. And uh, my thanks to Richard Haynes as well and all the best, Hainsy, going forward. What we're going to do now is take in a replay of an interview uh, because from midday onwards, Brett Davis, our South Australian race caller, will find us winners, Morfordville. 10 past 12, Nicole Thomas will take a look at the tab movers for the Hobartville Stakes meeting at Rose Hill. We'll have the build-up to race one, which gets underway 20 after 12 and on the back of that we'll have the tab movers for Flemington and Eagle Farm but uh, for now let's have a listen to jockey 
Tim Clark. He was on Saturday HQ a little earlier. A man who has a lovely book of rides again on a Saturday, and that is Tim Clark. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Rich. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, we're sort of not quite into the official start of the autumn, but tell us what the tell us what the jockeys' room is like at the moment. I mean, these good horses have come on the scene pretty quickly for the autumn. Yeah, that's right. There's, um, yeah, once we sort of got through magics, and um, it seemed that uh, the carnival was pretty much upon us. So that, there's a good vibe, and everyone's um, excited for the for the carnival ahead. Uh, you missed the first couple of races, but boy, oh boy, you warm up after that. Um, you get some lovely rides today. You start off with uh, Hypothetical. He, sharp Mare just obviously worked to do from that draw. Yeah, that's right, Ron. She's, um, she's got a really good record. Um, I thought she trialled really well next to Bella Nipotina recently, and she's just, yeah, just drawn that little bit tricky over that 1100 at Rose Hill, so... If she can get any sort of any sort of run early, um, you know, I'd like to think that she's going to be right in the race. But it does look a, a really strong seventy-eight. Um, that's for sure. Is it ever? You know, when you first look at it, I thought it was, um, there was there was eight, seventeen there. There's only nine there now, so it's not probably as hard. But it's still not easy from that start, as you say. Platinum Jubilee, you happy with her? Yeah, she's come back in. You know, from from Queensland, really well. Um, she's just a you know a really straightforward two year old you know um, nothing much phases her. She's pretty straightforward and and does what she, you you know you ask of her and yeah I've got a wonderful attitude. So um, they're the sort of two year olds you want. You know you know what you're going to get with her. She's going to walk in the yard and she's you know it's going to be a hot day, but be surprised if she has has hardly a sweat on her and and um, yeah obviously she was. Uh, got back a, a bit there at the Gold Coast and she was in the gates for a long time but she's only going to be in there momentarily there today drawing the outside so hopefully she can be, begin well and, and roll forward into a into a spot Tars need you I don't look to have had anything to do with her but she had some pretty good form last prep yeah she looks a, a, quite a nice filly thought that um, her trials were, were pretty strong this time through Obviously, she she may be uh, you know better once she gets up over a, a fraction further. But I thought this is a, a good race for her to to start a campaign in. Um, she she showed a bit of tactical speed um, previously, so yeah, that might that might come in handy today with a race where there doesn't look a heap of speed. Um, Maria Mia, well, she's what can you say about her? She's flying. Yeah, she was brilliant. Um, the first sit on her the other day, but gee, she um, really impressed me. She, you know, sat off just behind them, travelled into it, and yeah, it was it was never going to get beat. So, um, so she's obviously drawn drawn wide, but I've got expat inside me who I'm pretty sure they'll be looking for the the front on her. That's that's when she runs her best races. So, give me a, a drag across there, and maybe you know, if a, if Electric Girl. Or, Vitra want to really kick up and 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 go with expat well then there might be a spot in behind them so hopefully there's a couple of options for her but she only has to run up to what she did the other day uh youth spirit in race seven could he improve yes i'd be disappointed if he if he didn't um i think from the draw he'll 
he'll race a, a lot closer. Um, yeah, he, he's he's capable of you know box seating there today, and if not being right up on speed, so no, he's starting to get out to a, a trip that's going to suit him a bit better. And yeah, I'd be disappointed if he doesn't run a, a really good race. And you got some brilliant rides to finish today. Obviously, after after cabin, he's the he's the cream ride here. He was a beast there first up. Yeah, he he just um, he looked different gravy. Um, you know, and and he's running against the same sort of horses. So, um, you know, another one that he just has to run up to what he did first up. Uh, you know, he's he's drawn out a little bit, but he's got a bit of tactical speed and and said I'd expect that you know I'd be able to use him a little bit and he'd come back and relax and still still hopefully be too good for him but yeah he looks the he looks the um the real deal that's for sure Mm. cross talk it's just a beautiful race for him first up yeah it is he's um you know as I said during the week he's he's come a long way you know last prep I think he started off in a Benchmark seventy two, and he went all the way through to you know running single figures in a in a group one. So he done a really good job. Uh, been happy with his trials. He looks to get a, 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 a nice comfortable lead that doesn't look a lot of pressure. But yeah, he, he's going to roll along. He's got a good cruising speed. That's his asset. So you know, I won't be trying to be too cute on him. But um, yeah, he, he's ready to go. Wound up and ready to go first up. And another uh, terrific ride in the last, uh, Midwest, is very honest. Yeah, she obviously got that, that form on through Maria Mia um, at Rose Hill from a few weeks ago. She obviously likes her. Uh, the race is spaced, um, reacts well off that. Uh, yeah, going to be right up, up on speed um, doing a thing. And, yeah, around, around Rose Hill 1100 looks ideal ideal sort of set up for that horse well hopefully a few winners maybe even more let's hope so they look good on paper so hopefully it turns out that way uh, Tim the, the text line is open this morning and it's quite lively here for some strange reason but it's just a text there it's a bit of a on reflection the question is what did Tim think of Remark I suppose going back a fortnight but he was pretty good Tim yeah, he was yeah no, he um, obviously he's always been a horse with, with a bit of a boom on him and and always a horse that you know would would trial up very impressively, and, and sometimes not quite deliver race day. But I think now that we've had this is his second preparation as a gelding. Um, you know, he did get things to go his way the other day, but he, he did also have to carry the, the massive weight. So uh, he's returning good order, and um, you know, if if, uh, if things work out for him, he, he's capable of, of winning a. A decent race. Just last weekend, Tim. Uh, what kind of a feel did El Bodegon give you? Yeah, look, he, he he impressed me with his gallop the week before. He probably impressed me more in the gallop the week before than he did in the race the other day. Just the the way the race was run. So yeah, I think once he gets out to to sort of two thousand, and if he can get a bit of cut in the track, um, you know, he, he's very capable of of winning a big race. Okay, good on you, Tim. Great report on those horses this morning and, and good luck with them all. Good luck today. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Timmy Clark from this morning and gee whiz, he is short with this afternoon's jockey challenge. A dollar thirty for Tim Clark. Your next best is Jason Collett. He's at nine dollars. Tyler Schiller's at twelve dollars, and after that 
both Zach Lloyd and the any other jockey option there at $14. So it's two minutes to midday. We'll take a break and then return with Brett Davis for Best Bets at Morfordville. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Fixed odds on races 1-6 to six at Rose Hill, Flemington and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. West is best. Don't miss the next superstar to emerge from Western Australia at the Perth Yearling Sale at the state-of-the-art Magic Million Swan Valley Complex on February 23 and 24. Recent graduates of the sale include Group 1 winners Portland Sky and She's a Belter plus crack Hong Kong sprinter Sight Success. The 2023 catalogue features 327 outstanding lots by 79 individual sires, from local champions to Australia's best. For more information and to view the catalogue, visit magicmillions.com.au. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Sky Sports Radio, we're right on midday. Let's pick it up now with Brett Davis, our South Australian race caller, is going to find us a winner or two at Morfordville. And Brett, good afternoon to you. Hello, Simon. Good afternoon, everybody. Yes, Morfordville today. We're on the parks track. I can tell you sun's shining. It's a little breezy, but not as hot as it has been. So that's uh, somewhat of a relief. I think we can get some money early today, Simon. We've got a really, really smart three-year-old going around in the first race. There's a number of smart three-year-olds in this, but I think one of them stands out. His name is Dun McGlath. Uh, obviously, a little catchy, the name, but being by Highland Real, I guess you can sort of work that out. I uh, haven't seen a lot of the Highland Real progeny, but I like what I am seeing. This guy, his mother won six out of 20 as well. And he looks very, very smart. $2.30 at the moment is what's available on tab fixed betting. He's up to 1,300 metres today and ultimately will be going to the Adelaide Guineas on Adelaide Cup Day, which is about three weeks away. I think the $2.30 um, might be well worth taking. I get the feeling he could shorten up by the time we jump. So race one, number three, doing the glass. Very nice youngster on the way forward. You can follow him with confidence. The other best bet... It's a tougher race, race five, number seven, fighting McLaren. Gets in really well at the weights to get today uh, with Alana Liberty taking the claim. Similar opposition it's facing, but I think the weight and the barrier and where it maps has it in front when the post comes up. So it's around the $5.480 mark. You can probably back it each way if you want to go that way. But I'd be going race one, number three, Dun McGlass to win. And then race five, number seven, fighting McLaren on an each-way basis. And uh, South Australia's best filly, see you in heaven, lines up at Flemington in the tab vanity today, Brett. It certainly looks like she will jump favourite. Uh, yeah. And uh, what, what's your confidence with her today? Do we do we put all chips in? I would have thought so. I would have thought so, Simon. Look, there's um, obviously some talented fillies um, in the race as well. I've had a good look through the form. 
She um, ran a great race first up in the Durbridge behind Shimino. Um, she's travelled over well, I understand. So I would think she'd be very tough to beat. Um, you know, I don't want to take anything away from the opposition, but she's um, got their measure at this point on rating. So, um, yeah, I'd be very surprised if she didn't sort of finish top two or top three, but I do think she can win. And Dallasan, I saw him trial at Murray Bridge about two weeks ago. He looked a little bit lethargic, but you can never underestimate him. He's such a good horse. He's listed company today. We know he hasn't won for a long time, but wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, if the old boy ran a cheeky one at a price. And James McDonald might be the might that yeah. could be the switch he needs. Well, exactly. He could be the man to, to get him to switch on full bore. Um, we know he's an outstanding horse and can find under pressure. And maybe James McDonald is the man to uh, to get the job done. Great days racing there today in Melbourne and, uh, and obviously Sydney and Brisbane as well. And looking forward to being a part of it here in South Australia at Moorfordville. Yeah, he's, he's got another one in him, Dallas. Sam. Just uh, when that day comes, that's the million-dollar <laughs> yeah, question. Right. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We might run out of coin by then. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. We'll save up on See You in Heaven. Good on Absolutely. you, Brett. Uh, you enjoy the afternoon. We'll catch you later. Appreciate that, Simon. Cheers. Have a great day. There he is, uh, Brett Davis, who is calling at Morfordville today. Now, we're still several minutes away from our update for Sydney and also we're going to get Nicole Thomas along to take a look at the tab movers for the meeting at Rose Hill. So what we might do in the meantime is take in an interview with trainer Danny Williams. Now, Danny's got a couple in the tab highway and, of course, later this afternoon, Shelby 66 lines up. Here's Danny from this morning. Let's continue on. Our next race day guest has joined us, and that is Danny Williams. G'day, Danny. How are you? We're good. How's your morning going? Oh, pretty rough. Yes. <laughs> uh, Danny, you've got uh, three highway runners today. We start with preemptory. Obviously, we all saw last start, and he didn't have a lot go his way. No, Ron. Um, unfortunately, he's like past two runs have been, been a little bit like that. He is prone to um, get himself into those situations the way he races. So needs a bit of luck from an outside gate today. He only yeah. has to find someone to follow, and he should get a bit of room down the outside. Yeah, that's the key, isn't it? Just uh, having that little bit of luck getting in today rather than out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fourteen hundred should suit him. Yeah, look, he's looking for 1,400, Ron. He, he, he does tend to, to get pulling, so he does need that little bit of cover. But uh, he is crying out for, for 1,400. We've sort of played around with the horse little in distances. Um, and I think all of his runs have been fairly good. I think he's come back a little bit better than last preparation and expect a, a very bold showing, perhaps <clears throat> the best of my three today, just looking at the way that they've profiled and and being prepared. Yeah, he's a nice horse. He's a talented horse, that atmospheric rock, but you know, one trial going into the 1,400 here today. Yeah, Ron, he was supposed to run a fortnight ago, and unfortunately there were 40 acceptances, and he got balloted out, and we sort of um, you know had him in a very winnable race on, th on Thursday here at Goldburn, and when he drew a low gate, a good, you know, a light... Uh, wait, it just looked too good of an opportunity not to to pass by, and you know, running for one hundred and twenty thousand compared to you know twenty seven in the in the country. It's um, yeah, you've got to take these opportunities when they come. And look, he's not going to be far off the mark, no doubt. Whatever he does today, there's, there's major improvement in the horse. 
and uh, brazen Im- impact his um, any expectations with him? Yeah, look, his runs are better than they appear. He went around in that Kembla, the same race as Atmospheric Rock. Both horses pulled up a bit average. The trap was extremely hard that day. And, um, yeah, the, look, the runs have been better than they appear, particularly this horse. He's been in unsuitable distances, steps up to a more uh, favourable distance. And, you know, he seems to go well when he's fresh. So we've taken that, that path, this, this preparation. And Shelby comes back today. How's he, how's he, is he on his return, Shelby, 66 in the last? Ron, if he had a bit of, uh, if he was able to get his toe on the ground today, which he's not going to, but if, if he did, he's going that well, I'd say he'd win. He's oh. uh, come up the best he's ever come up. Uh, I don't think I've ever had him as well. Uh, the horse is extremely well in himself for today's race. He finds himself in an awkward position from that gate, I guess. Um, and the firm track by the end of the day, he, he can get over the ground, but uh, it's not ideal. But this is as good as he's ever gone. Well, that's encouraging. So hopefully we see a nice little run from him today. Good Excellent. luck today, Danny. Thank you, Ron. Slowdown song is to remind you that you're now entering a school zone and will need to slow down. A safety message from the Australian Road Safety Foundation. Missing your daily dive into the sporting smorgasbord? The BSB is back Monday with the latest local and international sport and racing, plus your calls and texts. The Big Sports Breakfast. Tab has Greyhound offers on Tab. Bet fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at the Meadows this Saturday night for the Australian Cup heats. And if your dog wins, get paid out. Plus your stake back as a bonus bet up to $25. That's winnings paid plus your stake back on races 1 to 6 at the Meadows this Saturday night. For racing offers on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au Get a Toyota forklift. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Bet fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at Rose Hill, Flemington and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1 800 858 858.
introducing the striking Kia range. Crafted with sleek and distinctive cues, the new Kia range is the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. This is Kia. Kia, movement that inspires. Today's Racing, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help, 1-800-858-858. Now, joining us at 10 after 12 is Nicole Thomas from the TAB, and we'll take a look at these TAB movers for Rose Hill. And, Nicole, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Simon. OK, they're in the yard here for the first, Nick, the clean-away handicap, which is over ER, in fact. Now, race number one is the TAB Highway, I should say, over 1,400. And it's very open, this tab highway as well. We've got a little bit of money for Super Extreme, number two, five into 480. But Atmospheric Rock, it's probably one of the best back runners in the race, number 12 into 480 from an opening $7. And Syrian Stars had some support. But I'm going to make the market move. something that's really moved in today, and it's moved in from a big price, Evocator, number five. It's now $10. We bet about $23, and it's shortened up today. So Evocator, our market mover. So Evocator, the number five in the first race, number two, Nick, is the midway over 1500. Again, a really good betting race here with excellent support for Miracle Spin number eight. It's into 650 from an opening $13. Also, good support for a couple of others. New Republic is one of them, number six into $10 from a big price. And Whiskey, Whiskey Wisdom as well, State of America. There's actually a few that have been backed, but I think the best of them is Miracle Spin number eight, Simon. So, Miracle Spin, the answer to Paul Ambrosoli's The Bortley quiz this morning. Uh, number <laughs> eight, Miracle Spin. Uh, Gatting has absolutely no idea where that ball's going. He still doesn't know. <laughs> over to the third event, the ACY Securities Handicap here, over 1100 We've got Economics here, our favourite, at $2.80. This market's really yo-yoed up and down, but Economics has come in overall. $3.10 into $2.80. But Paracel, number 15, it's a $4.80 chance, and it's actually come in from about $6.50. So good support. Insurrection, the other favourite, number 11, it's into $3.50 as well. So money around the favourites here, but I'm going to make Paracel, number 15, our mover. So that's race three, number 15. Over to race number four, this is the Fujitsu General Silver Slipper Stakes. Yeah, Pundas like two runners here, and it is the favourites. King's Gambit, number three, 250, and also Cylinder, number two, at $4.20. And King's Gambit, it's just a slight drift recently this morning, but overall, King's Gambit has come in from $3.30 into $2.50. So we'll make King's Gambit our market mover. Race four, number three, over to race five. The key clean handicap here is over $1,400. A couple of huge moves here, actually a few of them. So Super Pursuit is one of them, number one, 17 into $4.80. And one that's really come in today and and all week is Fear Nought, number 15. It's into $10 from an opening 24. And Navajo Peak, number six, this is into 15 from 51. So three really good moves at decent odds there, but I'll go Super Pursuit, number one, as our mover. So that's race five, horse one over to race six here. This is the 1,300-metre Millie Fox stakes for the girls. It's all about Maria Mir here, the favourite number two. It's $1.90 in from two sixty. so clearly the best back runner in the race. If you're looking outside of that, there has been some support for Pavitra, number 10 at odds. It's $12 now, just drifting today, but in from 15 But Maria Mir, clearly the one, number two. So number two, Maria Mia there in uh, the Millie Fox. Race seven, the first leg of the quaddy, Nick, is the 1900 metre Parramatta Cup. 
Punders only want one runner here and it is number 10 down the bottom, King Frankel. It's the favourite at $2.30 as well and it's in from a huge price, about $3.90 we bet after deductions into $2.30 and it's moved in quite considerably today. So King Frankel, number 10 on top. So that's race 7, number 10. Over to race 8, this afternoon's feature is the 1400 metre Hobartville Stakes. Well, there was some big bets on Aft Cabin uh, originally when we opened the market, number three, and it did shorten about one seventy into $1.50, just back out to $1.60 this morning. Still good support for the favourite, but has drifted this morning. Matchalate is the best of the roughies, number six, into $26, and really nothing else spec to beat Aft Cabin. Also, Panko is probably seven fifty into 7 just back out to seven fifty. So let's go Aft Cabin, the short one, as our market mover. OK, that's in the Hobart Bill. Race 9 is is the 1,400-metre Shandon Handicap. Wonders really like crosstalk here. It's come in today and it came in all week. Number one, 270 we bet, into $1.85. So good support for it. Uh, probably the second best runner in the race is Lakeen, number five. It's into seven from eight, but crosstalk, really, it's all about the favourite here into $1.85, Simon. And over to race 10, the last is the 1,100-metre Cleanaway Handicap. Well, Punter's like another favourite here in Midwest, number six. This has been really heavily backed. It's 250, just drifted slightly in the last couple of minutes, out to 250 from 230. But Midwest, we bet about $4. So clearly the best back runner in the race. And nothing really been spec to beat it. So Midwest, number six, Punter's coming home with it in the last. And what was the best overall? There were some really good ones, but I'm going to have to give you cross talk. Probably is the best today, 270 into $1.85 now, Simon. Okay, Nick, we'll get you back up after this first at Rose Hill and take a look at the movers for both Flemington and also Eagle Farm. Lovely. Sounds good, Simon. Okay, and now it's uh, quarter past 12, and uh, uh, hello, broadcast. Darren Flindell in the box. Good afternoon to you. Yes, thanks uh, very much, uh, Simon. Yeah, we've got a long wait for hello, broadcast today, running in the last at uh, Flemington at uh, 5.40, so that'll keep me... Uh, entertained for the day, no doubt. The the first here, on what's a warm day, is expected. It's currently 33 degrees. Horses are already on the track here for the first of the day. The, the Tab Highway to be staged over 1,400 metres. Been a bit of a move in the race at longer odds for Blood River. He'd be one of the, the leaders of the field here, Blood River. But number two, Super Extreme, has been racing really well on the highways. $5 favourite. Sizzle Menizel at 12. On the drip, Preemptory, pretty solid at 9.50. Evocator at 10 in from 14. Stratum Pride at 12. Number nine, Judy, 126. Atmospheric Rock, the joint favourite, at $5. No significant change with its price today. Bon Frankie, there's been a little bit of support for $23 now. Indicative at 10. Syrian Star's been backed. Uh, seven into $6, Syrian Star. And Blood River, who was 23 this morning, has tightened up to 15. Tramba Daniel C. Brazen Impact at 26. So the joint favourites here is Super Extreme and Atmospheric Rock, the latter resuming. $5 a piece and the first at Rose Hill due in three minutes. Now Greg Radley on Sky Central about to catch up with Cameron Crockett. His two are super extreme and indicative. Now Corey will pick of the yard in a moment. Super extreme Cam Crockett. You earmarked this race straight after this horse won the highway last start. Yep, yeah, we're always planning to come here. Actually thought he might have needed the run last time before here, but he was very explosive, so hopefully he can repeat it. Confident? I am confident. He's up in weight. I know he's sort of got Dylan's two kilo claim, so he's only half a kilo up, but um, I mean, Dylan's riding very well, but sort of you lose McDonald there as well, but we get the weight back down. Um, 
as I say, Dylan's riding good, so I think he'll 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 ride him well. Just he is a very small horse, so once he starts to creep up in the weights, it's going to be a bit trickier for him. I can't really split both my horses physically. Um, they're both going as well as each other, but they both have very different running styles. So. Um, just going to depend on how the race sets up, which horse I think could lob first, but I'm, I'm confident both of them will run really well. All right, good luck with Indicative as well. Thank you. There's Cam Crockett. And now let's go to uh, Chantel and Corey. Okay, thanks very much, Greg. I'm going to go with... Oh, actually, I'll let you go first, Corey. You tell us who you like. I really like number 15, Serene Star. Uh, I just think the horse gets into the race third up. His run was terrific last time out there at Randwick. He got back, but he got home in a slowly run race, and the map's absolutely ideal here today. Yeah, I'll be cheering that horse on too, but I'm with the Bocador. I just think the turnaround, the seven-day turnaround, or the six-day turnaround, actually, I thought he paraded really well. He had the two handlers on him. He was handed in conditions absolutely perfect. So a Bocador for me and Syrian staff for Corey. I am, yeah, well, I would have thought the pick of the yard was Corey Bound's suit. The last time I saw one of them was in Milan for 4,400 euro. But anyway, <laughs> 4, 15, 2 and 5 for me, preemptory. I'm just uh, hoping and praying for a touch of luck for young Zach Lloyd here. Uh, just to pop in, I don't care if he's three off as long as with cover. Uh, Syrian star, I thought, paraded beautifully and coped beautifully and a lovely laid-back little filly. Uh, super extreme, how can you deny the form he's in? And a vocator is the blowout, even though I... I am respecting the other Crockett runner indicative. Four, fifteen, two, and five. Glenn. Okay. Now there is a uh, a tab market mover here at Longer Odds. The Danny Old Sleep Train Blood River. It's been twenty-one into fifteen dollars late. So a bit of money there for Blood River, uh, but uh, equal favourites here at five dollars. Super extreme and atmospheric rock. So on the other side of this, have your pen handy to jot down the tab movers for Black Caviar Lightning Day at Flemington. We'll run through those with Nicole. And we'll take a look at the movers at Eagle Farm as well. But now to Darren for the first at Rose Hill. Yes, moving in for the first, good for the going for Hobartville Stakes Day and the the boom three-year-old aft cabin, a very short to take out the, the feature today. Yeah, thanks, Greg. So all on board for what's a great day's racing here at Rose Hill. 33 degrees at the moment, an expected high of 37. Sizzle Manizzle moves into the gates. And the last to go in is preemptory. In the hands of Zach Lloyd, drawn the outside. No luck at all at Randwick last time out. So the highway field is locked and loaded. We're ready to go. First on Hobartville Stage Day. Racing now. There's a good line with the exception of Super Extreme. Is only about three lengths off the lead and Indicative fired out. Looking for the lead. Blood River is punching through and Judy's pushing up on the outside but Preble will get the front on Indicative. Sizzleman is all quickly on the improved slicing through the pack. They're followed by Atmospheric Rocky gets a good position early. In advance there are Bon Frankie. Further back to Syrian Star. One off the fence. A length and a half to Evercata then Super Extreme. And a gap back in the field to Stratum Pride Brazen Impact. And Preentry's last of all, at least a dozen links off the lead. So Indicative leads down the side of the 800 metres. Judy strides to second. Sizzleman is a weak cover on the outside of Blood River. Length and a half to Bon Frankie. Handily positioned on the rails. They race down the side. Atmospheric rock the outer. Then Syrian Star followed by Evercata. Super Extreme and a gap back to the other trio. Indicative leads coming to the turn from Judy. Sizzleman is Blood River. Then came Atmospheric Rock and Syrian Star's pulling out deep. Head of the straight. Preble goes for 
moment in Dickety found two lengths. Blood River goes to second. Sizzle Manizzle to third. Judy's had enough. Bon Frankie making ground the inside. Syrian star the outside. Atmospheric rock. Super Extreme still three off them. Blood River lays it down now to Indicity. Bon Frankie's running on well. It's Blood River. Bon Frankie and here's Preemptory flashing home. Blood River in front. Preemptory dives. Just missed I'd say. Give it to Blood River an inch there to Preemptory who's come home at a rate of knots. Bon Frankie third. Followed then by Sizzle Menezzle, the tiring indicative. Then came Evocator from Syrian Star Super Extreme. Those out wide couldn't get into it. Further back to Stratum Pride. Judy knocked up and Brazen Impact. Photo on the first. Okay, well, if it is 17 Blood River, that was the late push. And it got into 12.30 and 4.20. $21 into 12.30. 4.20 a place. And Regan Bayless for Daniel C there. For all preemptories in the mix, it's $8.80 and 3.20. And 13 Bond Frankie for third at 5 just standing by to have a good look at the replay here. Blood River in front for Regan Bayless and then preemptory up on the inside making that last dive but has fallen short. Blood River will just prevail and landing some good bets for the queen of the highway, Danielle Sieve. She's done it again. My goodness, she's having an outstanding run of success in the in the country races from her Goulburn base, this uh, by Super One out of Ali Amour. Well, with Indicative determined to lead today, Blood River normally does lead them up, but had to take the sit, and that worked out all right. There was still gas in the tank to dash past the leader, and then Preemptory, who uh, oh, didn't have the clearest of runs either again today, got a significant bump at about the 250-metre mark, but has really stormed home at the end. Listen, there's no number up yet. There we go now. Blood River is officially the winner. 17, 4, 13 and 2. Time is 1.23 over. 34.77 the last 600 metres 34.77 boy that preemptory is probably still about six lengths off the lead at the 150 and has just gone under probably by a half head standing by for margins but 17 the winner 17 for 13 and 2 on the first of the day Okay, take dividends are to come, but for now, let's take a look at the tab there. There's for Group 1 Racing at Flemington with the Black Caviar Lightning on. Uh, Nicole Thomas is with me again here. And Nick, the first at Flemington during 11 minutes is over 1,600 metres at a benchmark 84. Yeah, very good betting race, this one. And the early money horse was Wish Law Last, number 12, but it's 4.20 and just has drifted out just recently. But the one that's come in is Bel Toro, number 4. It's now into $9.50. We bet about $13. So that's the most recently supported runner. So we'll go with Bel Toro as our mover. Bel Toro, Toro there in race one. Over to race number two and the fillies are up in the tab vanity. Yeah, Nunthorpe number nine. Well, this is the one they backed straight away. $9 into $4.80 overall for Nunthorpe. So excellent support here. But I'm starting to see some good money come for the favourite. See you in heaven number one. It's $3.40 now and in from three seventy. So see you in heaven number one, our market mover. So number one there in the second over to the third event. The two-year-olds are up here and need to lend it stakes. Yeah, an excellent move here for one. Number three, Mahaba. It's into $3.60 now, and we bet $8.50. So that is a really good move there. And outside of that, probably Princess Duhallo, number 15. That's been specced into $8.50, and we did bet a bigger price, about $11. But Mahaba, it's clearly the one that goes on top, the three. So that's uh, race three, number three. Over to race four. This one is a benchmark 84 over 2,000 metres. 
Yeah, we've got good support here for Fighting Arrow number 10. It's been $7 into 5 overall. A little bit of support for Hasseltoff as well, number 7 into 7. And Noble Heights is the other one. I've noticed good support come for into the $9 quote. But out of those three, I'm going to put the Fighting Arrow on top. That is number 10. So race 4, number 10. Race 5, the Tony Burke Memorial here is a group 3 for the girls over 1,400. Well, Punda's pretty keen on Anavisto here, number four, the favourite, $2.10. It's been heavily backed in from two eighty overall, and it's coming from two thirty this morning. Uh, the other one is Road to Arataki, the other favourite, number six, into four sixty. So we did about about five fifty. So money around the two favourites, but it's clearly Anavisto on top, number four. All right, five, number four. The first leg of the Melbourne Quaddy is the three-year-old group three CSA stakes. A really good betting race, this one, with some money early for Attrition, number 14. It's the favourite, $3.40, in from about $5. But today I've noticed good support for Bank Moore, number 4. It's into four forty from an opening $5. So good support for those two runners. They're clearly the best supported in the race. I'm going to go with Bank Moore, number 4, as our mover. Number 4, the mover. Race 7 is the feature. The group on way for age, Black Caviar Lightning. Well, no push away from Nature Strip. Not too much anyway, number one. Just the slight drift. We opened $1.90 out to $2. There is a small five-cent deduction, I will note that. But no move inward for Nature Strip, but certainly pretty solid in this market. But money for a couple of others or three others. Number two, I wish I win, 13 into 10. Marabi's come in a little bit as well. Number eight, 10 into $8. Cool and Gatta, number 11, $9 into six fifty. But the one I'm going to make the market move is actually the one that's probably been best supported today, Buenos Noches. Number nine has been 15 into 11 overall. So, Buenos Noches, number nine, our market mover. Race seven, number nine. Over to race eight here. This is the Orms Handicap, over 1,400. Our favourite is Daytona Bay, and it's been very well supported too, number 14. Into $4 from an opening six fifty. That's where the money is, but certainly don't ignore the move for Scalopini here, number three. It's been uh, $8 into $6, now into 5 so it keeps shortening up Scalopini. I'll go with Daytona Bay as our market mover, though, number 14. So 14, Daytona Bay there, and race nine, the last, is the World Pool Handicap, over 1200 a little bit of money for Hello Broadcast, number 11, specced into the $14 price. Also money for the favourites. Jungle Jim is the favourite at 360, number 3, in from 440 overall. And then we go down to the other one, Dejumbuck, number 10, who did beat at home, $7.50 into 460. So good support for both favourites. But I'll go Dejumbuck, number 10, as our market mover. So number 10 there, and what was the best at Flemington there? Well, there are a few good ones, but I think Anna Visto. Let's go back to race five, number four, two. 280 into $2.10, Simon. OK, Nick, we'll have a look at Eagle Farm in just a moment. Here at Toads at Rose Hill. So 17 Blood River paid $12.30 and $4.20. Four Preemptory, $3.20. 13 Bond Frankie, $5.50 and two fourth Super Extreme. Cordella was $57.20. Exactor, $123.30. Trifecta, $2,272.90. The first four, $17,882.10. And those margins were a short head by a half neck, but no weight just yet. So, Nick, we'll look at Eagle Farm now. Now, their first on the good four is for two-year-olds, and it kicks the card off in 33 minutes. Favourite here in the first. Number two, it's $2.25 and is in from two forty. so a good move for the favourite. Nazorin is the other one, number one, $5 into four twenty. But trifling, that's a bit of move of the two. So number two, our mover, Simon. Race one, number two, over two, race number two. This one is for the Gallup Sports Club. It's a handicap over a mile.
Well, Namazu, the favourite, $2.15, number three. It has had some admirers, but the two that have been back the most are the two roughies of the field. Star of Michelin is one of them, number four, into $9.50 now from a big price. And Mubariz is the other one, number six, into 12 But I'm going to put Star of Michelin. I think it's a really nice move for it. Uh, it's in from about $21 into $9.50, number four. So number four, Star of Michelin on their race two over to the third event, the Class 6F for Mount Franklin, over 1400 yeah, a slight drift on the favourite Love Sensation, number five. Just a little bit out to 250, back into 240, but good money for stuttering, number three. It's into $4.40 from an opening $7. The other one is Matawa Tarkpi, number two. It's been backed into 550, but I think stuttering is the best move today. So number three goes in as our mover. Stuttering.